Before we begin this episode, we wanted to let you know that we have shirts on sale right now at itstherealcom shop, including our new AKA shirts, which has dozens of our favorite AKAs that we've used over the past 180 plus episodes, including... Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA Bubble Boy, AKA So Sick. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, AKA Snakes in the Grass, AKA Savage Garden. Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA Fire in the Booth, AKA Sonny Corleone. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, AKA Kill at Will, AKA Online Bully. Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA Roundup, AKA The Weed Killer. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, AKA Get These Hands, AKA Hammurabi Code. Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA Maverick and Goose, AKA Top Shotas. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, AKA Titty Boy, AKA t-shirt in the pool yo what up it's eric aka Pooh bear aka face deep in my honey yo what up it's jeff aka getting cake aka dylon 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 yo what up it's eric aka you don't want none aka stunting is a habit yo what up it's jeff aka drug runner aka marion jones yo what up it's eric aka word on road aka stop yo what up it's jeff aka six lambs in my garage aka mariah carey fan club and many more go to it's the slash shop today that's it's the real dot com slash shop hey jeff hey eric how are you i'm pretty good how are you doing well thank you we have a pretty good idea how many of you guys are out there listening on a week-to-week basis 300 million people we have a pretty good idea from where all of you are listening long island and we have a pretty good idea on what devices you guys are doing that listening on ti84 calculators so We wanted to do a little test and see exactly when you guys tune in because maybe some of you guys fast forward through the commercials, maybe some of you fast forward through the intro, and I think a lot of you start when we do the AKAs, and by the way, go get those AKA t-shirts available at itsthereal.com slash shop right now. But we wanted to do something to really figure out, to really pinpoint, to really locate when you guys start listening so we have a little test. Well, I mean, really, we want to test our friendship with (laughs) Cardo Got Wings. There you go. We want you guys in Cardo Got Wings' mentions on Twitter and on Instagram. Please go over there. Let him know that you think that he might be 4'11". Four feet, 11 inches tall. Yeah. Forget any pictures that you've seen of the man. Just go in and ask him. Yeah, you heard a rumor that he's 4'11", and you have to ask him. So go at... Cardo got wings. You know what? Do it on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. But also tag us in there too. So we can have a little fun and see exactly if you guys are doing it. Ask Cardo got wings if he's really four foot 11. This is something that Jeff started many months ago. Yeah. So I would go into whenever he was on Instagram live. I'd say he's a really nice guy, but I heard he's four 11. That's just an interesting fact. And that would make Cardo go crazy. Very mad. Yeah. But... It made Jeff very happy. Yeah, so that's that's the real test, guys. Can you make Jeff really happy? Yeah, let's start this week off right. Ask Cardo Got Wings if he's really 4'11". Instagram or Twitter, if you see him in real life. Oh, especially if you, yo, if you see Cardo Got Wings in real life. Ask him if he's 4'11". Yeah, and film it. Make sure that it's sort of far away and that you yell. Because, number one, perspective, right? Like, if you see him from a far distance, right. he what could is, be 4'11". Also, you don't want him to swing at you with his tiny arms. Well, I was talking to some people in the Instagram live last night, which she was talking about before I even got there. You went to you went to Carter Got Wings' Instagram live, and he... He was in his home yelling at somebody about how he's not 5'2". This has been brought into his home. Yeah. And so I said... Um, you're right. You're not 5'2". Yeah. But you're I, 4'11". I then said that... Because he was like, look how long my arms are. <laughs> 
He's like, these are the ar- arms of a six foot man. <laughs> so I said, you know, he has really long arms, but he's really tiny legs. He has gnome feet. <laughs> Go at Cardo Got Wings. Yeah. And ask if he's 4'11". Or if you want to make it more definitive. Yeah. Tell him you heard. No, tell him that he is 4'11". He's 4'11". And that no photographic proof will right. change your mind. Guys, you can lie. You can say, hi, I'm a doctor. I know you're 4'11". Right. That's it. So here's what you guys do. <laughs> At Cardo Got Wings... About this 411 business. It's a lot of explanation for and a very at, <laughs> dumb thing. It's the real, so that we are well aware of what's going on. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Jeff, on the podcast today. On the podcast today, we have DJ Hooky. Man, it, this is a great episode. We talk about growing up in Queens Village. We talk about early days. I mean, he would stand outside of his apartment. We won't tell you doing what, but Tupac came by and 50 Cent came by and he was living in between DJ Envy and DJ Clue and he talks about growing up and running around this amazing world with 50 Cent at the the height of 50 Mania. Oh, also, if you guys want to play a fun drinking game, yes. Take a shot every time DJ Who Kid gets a gun pulled in his face. <laughs> this is it's a great game. Mhm. And there's so many great stories in here. We talk about everything. Who Kid is, if you if you know about him, he's more amazing than that. If you didn't know anything about him, this is an episode to enjoy and tell friends about. Shout out to Who Kid, who we got to get him back up here because we, we this is a long episode and we only got through so much. Yeah. There's a lot more to talk about. After he left, Jeff was like, oh, I wanted to talk about... This, this, and this, and this. There's so much to get into, and this is a great starting point. Shout out to Ryan Fionda for bringing him over. Definitely shout out to Ryan. What a great dude. Also, shout out to Matt Fastow, who put this idea into the atmosphere many moons ago. Shout out to who, kid? Jeff, when do you want to get into this? Uh, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Mouse Infestation, a.k.a. Trap Back Jumping. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Supreme Team, a.k.a. Team of 14-year-olds on eBay. And I'm DJ. Woo! <laughs> what the fuck is going on in this motherfucker? Yeah, this is a waste of time, but this is the real. Bow, 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 Okay, what's good? I'm good, man. I went to Cali school. I'm not gangster, man. I'm, you guys are more tough than me. Man. I don't know what's going on right now. Yo, uh, well, we want to talk a lot about Queens Village, by the way. Oh, wow. Okay. But the first time we met you was way back in 2012. We went yeah. down to All Star in Orlando. And, uh, what? yeah, and, and we ran into you at the airport leaving Orlando. But oh, uh, wow. the few times we've run into you on the street since then, the only thing that we do, we don't say hi to you. All, 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 all Jeff does. <laughs> I think I remember. I think yeah. you, you walked by Sirius one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, totally. And, and when the old Sam Ash was there. <laughs> yeah. And then they ran out of business because they couldn't afford the rent. All because we walked by. That's right. That's didn't crazy. buy anything. Yo, yeah. how, how often do people do that, though? Just like I get by. it like <laughs> good six or ten times a week at least. Depends on how publicized more hip-hop the area is do you get it at family reunions oh uh, no okay <laughs> man my haitian parents don't even know what's going on like Still? Man, i got a haitian family it is <laughs> stupid as fuck i don't know they don't they don't even know who i am no no younger cousins <laughs> try to like pass you mixtapes my, like my my young cousins uh i think i had one cousin wanted to be a rapper and i told him no <laughs> but other than that well you couldn't even regular. sneak him in on like track 17 <laughs> <I'm> like, no <laughs> 
was so bad. It was That's like, blood. It makes Bow Wow sound like he's hot. Like, uh, no, I was like, hell no. I, I usually do favors with like friends and stuff like that, but it was just really bad. So uh, I'm good. All right. So let's go back to the very beginning. Uh, um, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Brooklyn. Yeah. On uh, Erasmus Street and Flatbush. Uh, I lived ne- literally next door to Special Ed. Really? really? An old school British rapper. Yeah. Indian looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 used to, I used to see him around. I mean, I mean, this is like a long time ago. I'm trying to remember all that. I mean, there was rats everywhere in Brooklyn. And rap was not like popping like that. Right. I mean, I was born in 71, so there was no hip hop. Right. Mm-hmm. So I used to listen to Silent Morning. Like Isla Bonita, like Madonna, you know, uh, it comes to rain again. Right, right, right. I don't even know the artist, <laughs> but but there was, I mean, the the video music box they were playing like white hits. That was Annie Lennox, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> <to say. laughs> just for the record. Yeah, yeah, like uh, so. So I, I grew up listening. To, I, I went through the club stage, and then I saw the transition of like hip hop coming in, where the Bronx scene came in. The 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 parks where everybody had the big speakers and the ten thousand boomboxes <laughs> and eighty quarters on a fucking needle, right? Scratching and I, I was watching all this. I wasn't really a DJ at that time, but I came in during that point where I saw it come in, and then the Run DMCs and the Curtis Blows and the L Cool J's, and then when my house got robbed in Brooklyn. Uh, my father, you know, he was like, I'm getting out of here, you know, <laughs> crazy Haitian guy. He was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here because I think they stole his. Uh, what do you call them old big tapes? I think they were v- not VHF, but oh, know. the Betamax, the Beta. Yeah, they yeah. robbed my father's Beta joint, and he was so. He was like, furious. "That's it. That's yeah. the one thing that they took." <laughs> what? They stole? That's the only thing they took. <laughs> they, they didn't take no money, nothing. So I was like, maybe there was a Beta thing going on that month. I don't know. They they stole that shit. And he, I mean, to be fair, those things were enormous. Yeah, they were huge. They were like uh, it was like furniture. Yeah. yeah, they were like a big piece of shit. But he loved it. And then uh, wait, so what? You you came back to find that your house had been robbed? Yeah, I think uh, they knew that we all had to leave at 10 a.m and then uh i had like a russian babysitter across the street so i had to stay at the russian babysitter it's like a russian oh, jewish babysitter i thought you were gonna say the russian babysitter gave you guys up like, no yeah. i wouldn't be surprised but she was russian and jewish so i don't think she would do that to us you know what i'm saying so she she never spoke english but she just took care of us so it's yeah. funny that i'm haitian and she's russian jewish and nobody's talking english <laughs> but she knew how to babysit me it was cool but while i was getting babysat they were robbing my house. Fuck. Yeah, they robbed like I think they stole like my my brother's piggy bank. He had like crazy quarters and wait, they just like went on, on everything. Like all like <laughs> they, just just was, all the inconsequential items <laughs> around your house. It's a wrap. They, yeah, they, yeah. they took the they just took that bullshit beta shit. Yep. And then uh my brother had like two dollar bills <laughs> stuffed in this piggy bank. Like it was <laughs> like that's supposed to be good luck, by the way, but meanwhile. But he yeah, had, like a good eighty of them and mad quarters and whatever. Yeah. He's a loser, by the way. <laughs> Sitting on himself, but they took that shit, and then my father got so furious, we moved to Queens Village, uh, and that's our first. We moved to Queens Village from there, and then you know, he's a bullshit engineer at Con Edison, and he he, he hooked it up. We got a house, and then I've just been in Queens ever since. So, what was growing up in Queens Village like, though? Uh, it was like uh, it was cool. It was like middle class, and I lived on One Eleventh Road. So the reason I shouted that out because One Eleventh Road for some reason was in the middle of everything. So. To the right was Hollis Avenue, so I used to always see Russell Simmons at a, uh, uh, there was a park called 34 Park, PS34 is the school, but they call it 34 Park, yep. but Russell Simmons was doing heroin over there. <laughs> like, there, there was this- uh, Is this like open? 
Yeah, it was this like was like dirty mustache Russell, right? Yeah, it yeah. was like way before uh, his movie. And, yeah, and <laughs> the sexual Jam harassment, and, yeah, 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 yeah. all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> all that fingering girls in the ass. Yeah, all that bullshit. But he even admitted it because I interviewed him before. So yeah. yeah, he used to be at the chessboard table, and they used to do lines there before they play chess. So it was very like well, intellectual crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw nothing like that. It yeah. was like smart fucking crackheads. <laughs> but it was like the illest shit. But I was young, so I didn't know who he was. But I used to see him all the time. And then uh, wait, so when he got famous, you were like that guy? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I brought it up at the meeting. I was like, yo, but I tried to blackmail him, but he was like, everybody knows. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So the blackmailer didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't finger me in my ass. <laughs> but the, but the shit that's crazy is uh, to the left. It was like literally like L Cool J, the young version where he was so skinny and he used to get beat up at the at Thirty Four Park where he had to get Diesel. That's why he got big and Diesel. Yo, everything went down in Thirty Fourth. <laughs> yeah, Thirty Four Park was like the meeting ground where everybody played ball. So all the ball players and a lot of few, a lot of weird ball players was like either there or Malloy. So it was like back and forth. But uh, yeah, L Cool J was on Linden Boulevard, was on the left, and then to to my far right was a guy called Stretch, Tall Stretch. He was with Live Squad. And then the crazy thing is he was doing beats back then and everybody came on the block. So on 111 Road, I would literally, because I, I was Haitian, so I had a curfew. I couldn't come up my... You're still, still Haitian. Haitian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. still kind of Haitian. <laughs> I have no choice, but I had a curfew. I couldn't come out my crib, so I used to water my grass and act like I'm like... <laughs> my father's looking out the window like, watering the grass. <laughs> okay, he was like, okay, keep doing that. I was like, all right, so I'm watering the grass. And then Tupac... Which was like part of Digital Underground back yeah. then. He yeah. was like the non uh gangster Tupac. He was <laughs> he had weird hippie clothes. He was a dancer at the time. Yeah, he was like the dancer holding yeah. the crates and all that stuff. But he would go to stretch to get the beats. So I would see Tupac getting Chinese food and a forty ounce, I think it was like Saint Eyes back then or whatever. And he would literally like pass my by my crib all the time. And then there was one time uh, I don't know what I did. Maybe I didn't bathe or something. My father was whipping me in my backyard. Like, you know, he, Caribbean families whip their children. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like now where you go to jail for the shit. Right. But Russian then, Jews, they <laughs> just, uh, they steal the Betamax. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, shit is real out here in these streets. So I'm getting whipped in my backyard. I don't remember what I was getting whipped for, but I'll never forget Stretch and Tupac stopped and was just watching me get whipped. Like, I'm getting whipped, whipped, whipped. And then my father would make me kneel and I would say, Paul don't poppy. That means sorry, pop. I had to yeah. say Paul don't poppy like until I had to get the fuck up. So he would go in the house, and I'm in the backyard in the sun, like burning. <laughs> and like after I got whipped by whatever, he on he, your knees, yeah, on my knees, and I'm just saying Paul don't poppy, Paul don't poppy. And then at the same time, Tupac and Stretch is laughing at me, like, damn, you got whipped the fuck out, like, and they just like walked away after that. So that's the only connect. Like I never met Biggie. Or interacting with Tupac, but I know everybody in the industry. But the only Tupac connection is him watching me get whipped. What a good like headline, though. It's <laughs> fucked up. That's the story of my life, you know. <laughs> so and then and then and then to the far like left left, DJ Clue lived there yeah. and DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. So they were the reasons why I got into the mixtape shit. But you knew but them I, by like just just friendship, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, regular shit. Because I went Rashawn to Sean and and Ernesto, right? Uh, Ernesto, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they lived on Murdoch. Uh, they basically lived across the street from each other. They were like mama boys and yeah. shit. <laughs> so the shit that's crazy is uh, um, when I when I went to see the repost, and then I fucked up in school, so I had to take like a, a summer course. So me and DJ Clue was in the same class <laughs> during that year, and then I, and then he was telling me, "Yeah, I'm quitting, motherfucker. I got I'm chilling with Jay Z. Like, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. 
fuck out of here, right? So we're both in the same class, and literally like two days later, I'm looking at his like desk, and he's not he's not there. I'm like, oh shit, motherfucker! And then literally, I saw him with a BMW 325i, like the old school box joint, yeah, with with, with like speakers. And he was like, yeah, I'm with Jay Z, nigga. <laughs> so he really was with Jay Z, yeah. So well, you quit. were with Tupac though, so like you know. <laughs> well, I wasn't really with Tupac, girl. I mean, that shit was not cool, man. But uh, yeah, he said fuck you, and then he he just left with Jay Z. So he went on his way to stardom, and he was like really like a hood legend at that time. But here I am, I'm still this stupid Haitian in the hood. Well, and before it, that, like not to cut you off, but like, what did you want to do if not be a DJ? I, I was studying computer engineering. Wow. So, is that you know, what your parents wanted you to my do? My father was a blueprint engineer at Con Edison, so I wanted to be, because, you know, it was getting, like, more, like, the 1989, 80s. So I was like, let me get, computer was, like, the end thing to get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, So I don't want to be a blueprint engineer, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> fuck, I'm touching, like, you know, papers and yeah, bullshit. Yeah. So I quit, and then I, I, I wanted to be, like, following in my father's footsteps and become a, a, a computer engineer. And then... uh one day I was in class, I was like, fuck this shit. Because everybody was like fat, nerdy. Yeah. And then the teacher was like, you got to study for the rest of your life. There's, you know, and back then we were doing MS DOS. Oh my mm-hmm. God. So that's how old school I yeah, am. Yeah. Like, so they were like, <laughs> yo, it was crazy, man. That's like, like people they, listening to this podcast, you'd be like, uh, like we were taking yeah. apart calculators. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck a computer. Like, we took apart a calculator for Christ's sakes. And we're like touching it, getting zapped and shit. And then fucking, uh, I was like, yo, I'm not gonna study for the rest of my fucking life. Are you kidding me? Like, even after college, I still have to like upgrade my shit because you know they had all this other shit coming out. I was like, man, I'm out of here. Like, so I quit. Like, literally, like three years in, and then uh, I just like just got jobs. I, I, my like first what? job, my first job was at uh, I, I was a security guard in the airport. Which one? Uh, JFK. So, man. so I was like the. Well, how much different is security guard like being a security guard back then to what it is now? Because post I don't think there's a difference. Just sit in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing fucking crossword puzzles, motherfucker. Like I was a crossword puzzle king, man. Yo, I was in there for like twelve hours, like yeah. doing the New York Times, yeah. like because I was bored out of my fucking mind. Either that, finger my ass. Like, what else did I do? So I fucking uh, I became this crossword puzzle idiot. And then uh, for like seven years, I was security guard. And then seven I up- years. Yeah. Then I upgraded to. Uh, then I got uh, two, three years in customs. Because I, I took the test. Yeah. And then my father, Haitian father, was cursing me the fuck out. Like, fuck you, nigga. You dumb nigga. You know, like, you know how Haitian parents talk to their black kids and shit. So I was a dumb nigga for a couple of months until I passed the test. And then I became like a custom agent where I had to like throw the little, we had this little Frasier dog that would run <laughs> inside the fucking. Air Jamaica, Air, you know, like Air Jamaica was number one. Every yeah. time they would land, everybody's getting locked up. You know? so like, I've seen it all, like weed and bras, weed and weaves, like everything. Everywhere. So, yeah, I, so I did that for uh, a little bit. And during that time I was doing it, uh, I, I kind of like ran up on like, my baby mom's at that time, so congratulations. I wasn't really like. What do you mean yeah. ran up on? You brought the Fraser dog and like they're there. Yeah, <laughs> no, I came in her. I yeah, ran, yeah. I ran up Oh, came in her ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here we, here I am. That's like how you make a baby. <laughs> yeah, it comes a little bigger. You know what I'm saying? So now here comes the baby, and then uh, at the same time, I was uh, uh, I kind of like linked up with DJ Clue and Envy because mm-hmm. they were out there moving tapes yeah but i was doing like blend tapes like as a hobby at that time mm-hmm. so but you know it was i mean it was it was tapes it wasn't even cds so i was just moving them shits around like crazy and at the same time my whole neighborhood 
was like rappers and like you know like Steve Style. Everybody, everybody that's like a industry head was like heavy in this part of Queens Village. So the thing that's even weirder is like here I am like even back then when I told you I had a curfew, I was watering my grass. Fifty Cent was known as Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would drive up. He would be on a because well, he was a like, he was, he was fat. fast. Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. He was like not a, little. He was a dollar. <laughs> fuck fifty. I think it was like a buck twenty five. Yo, but the shit that's crazy is like he used to roll up on my block and beat motherfuckers up that owed him money. So he was like a barely like a uh, drug dealer bully, you know. So, yeah. So they, he's like the first Debo, like oh shit, it comes fifty and everybody's running or whatever. And I used to watch this shit and I never knew who he was. I never interacted with him. I was just seeing beat people up in the corner. And he gets back on his fucking baby ninja. He's like 300 pounds. You know what a baby ninja is? Like, like, a, like a tiny like Ducati? Like the tiny ones. It's like the little fucking cars of Europe. Like, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker is like 300 pounds. So it's like he will get on the shit and, go, and he's out. So I've seen it's this. like, like at the circus. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of mind-boggling. Like you see this like going down and then literally like 10 years later, like I'm in. I'm on stage in front of like hundred thousand people with him. So, with him, yeah, yeah. So it, that, that, that's why it's so fucked up about this hip hop shit because <laughs> because you know it took like a lot of shit for him to get where he's at. It took a lot of shit to get where I'm at. So meanwhile, in in the traveling or so I said the adventure of like getting from point A to point B, I just connected with DJ Clue and Envy. Envy was the real reason because he he was like Clue's assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is Clue would drop his tape. And all the exclusives, and then Envy would give it to me after. So I'll give Envy or his assistant like five hundred bucks for giving me all clues exclusives. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm robbing the industry at the same time. So I had a combination of whatever clue dropped that week combined with whatever scraps I could find. And then I would just like creatively like lie, or I, I would <laughs> change the title. Like if if Clue had a Jay Z song called "Give It to Me." And I'll just change it like, give it to me now. <laughs> and then people would, yeah, people would get pissed. Like, fuck it, who gives right, that? Right, yeah. but, but, but at the same time, I'm tricky with the Jay-Z shit, but I got a Nas joint. You know what I'm saying? Or I got like uh, whatever, Nature, or whoever was out. I was yeah. robbing at that time. At least I got like an exclusive to, to, to balance out the lies. And then eventually the lies kind of like decepitated because you know i was just robbing like the engineers i would go to where they would do the songs like if biggie just finished doing a fucking session i would go there and pay the engineer because they're broke yeah i pay him like a g you're going to like magazines like the source Source magazine was number one i'm (laughs) snitching on these fuckers fuck them you know what i'm saying fuck them i was i would go there they they had loser interns yeah they giving them like fucking big your sources and, I know, sort, yeah. and you're, you're yeah. calling them losers <laughs> losers they're giving them bagels and shit like you guys having bagels and fucking juice <laughs> that's that's their fucking income like come right. on man so i would go there and the labels would send them one verse of each song to give them the five mic bullshit. Right. So it was interns I was giving them five mics. It wasn't even like record execs or or some uh, somebody of, of importance. It was right. just like regular people, just like five mics. This mic is good. <laughs> so all I needed was one verse and a hook, and that's the song. So that's why labels, because of us leaking shit, labels started like. Uh, imprinting and and like tagging the songs. But was like, Clue cool with you? Clue didn't know what I was, what was going on the whole time, all six years. He never knew I. He never knew that I was stealing his shit from him, <laughs> and he didn't even know I had his machines because those those replay machines that cost like three grand. Yeah, I refused to buy, <laughs> but I would take them from Envy. I would give Envy like a, like five hundred 
to just give me the machines. You you did the Betamax thing to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He never knew because you know when you run those heads, that shit costs like a fifteen hundred thousand dollars of repair. But Clue's like, why is my head like done? <laughs> so you can imagine if Clue's dubbing like let's say thirty thousand tapes or fifty thousand tapes, and I'm dubbing like ten thousand. <laughs> so he really was dubbing from forty to fifty thousand tapes a month from those machines and never knew. Did you go uptown too, where all them would like uh, yeah buy the tapes and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go uh, right. Uh, where's that place again? Like, oh. like, like two hundred and something, right? There's one on Fourteenth and what? Oh, the the garment district. Oh, down there. Yeah, they had like the CD. They sold CDs and yeah. they sold tapes. Yeah, and, and they sold like copying. Stuff. But to distribute everything, like everyone. Said, oh yeah, yeah. I, man, I was, they would meet uh, up with Splash and, and yeah, everyone I, uptown. I was the king of that shit. Yeah. I, it was to a point where I was laughing. I think when I bought my first Benz, that's when I was like, holy shit, like. You know, I was still living with my parents and shit. What'd they say? They don't know. It's stupid ass Haitians. Like, what, what is this? Got the Mercedes? I was like, yeah, man. So, Your security yeah, works out. Security, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. So, and it, it's to a point where I abused my security job where I would stay, like, I would do, like, 12-hour shifts, but I'm literally dubbing the tapes in the booth. Like, Damn. I would tell people, now nah, I don't want no break. You know, By the way, you're not... Uh, you're not fucking up your job. You're fucking up this country. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. I was like, yo, fuck security. You know what I'm saying? Because they were paying me, what, eight, like seven fifty an hour, yeah. eight an hour. And then I, and then I had, like, the main, like, security booth where, like, uh, like what was his name uh, from Cuba came? Uh, fucking. Uh, Castro? Yeah, Castro came. And I had to, like, watch when, like, when he came, like, the plane landed, the back of the plane opened, and the tank came out. And then he had to go through my shit. But I had to check, like, the tank. I was like, I pressed the button. I was like, see ya. Enjoy the UN, buddy. Peace. I'm checking that shit. I'm like, I look like a hero. You know you're dubbing shit? Like in yeah, the, in I'm, the... I'm literally like copying. Like, I don't even remember what tape I was copying. <laughs> but while I was copying, the tank with Castro passed by my shit. <laughs> and I didn't even check the shit. First of all, I ain't no fucking hero for $8 an hour. Like, I'm not going putting shit under there. Wait, do you go shit. watch Get Out and, and the fucking like TSA guys? Not realistic whatsoever. Yeah, like, I would never. Like, I would. I, yeah, I'm not being a hero for eight bucks an hour. I'm sorry. Like, and then, and then a lot of like presidents came through, but I think the the, the illest one was Castro. Like, and then you, you could tell like it was a tinted tank. Yeah. He refused to like step on like American soil because yeah. he thought that he would be assassinated. So I'll never forget it. Like the shit just landed. He came out. There was like mad army motherfuckers. But my my post, like my boss was like, yo, he's coming through your post. So make sure you check the tank. Make sure you check his security. I was like, see ya. Yeah, for all you know, it's no limit passing all by. I right? about like, was, <laughs> all I care about was the chicken airplane dinners that they had that day. And me dubbing. I had to dub like 3,000 tapes. And usually it takes like, in one hour, it takes like, it dubs like 500, like 500 tapes in an hour or something like So I had to map out my hours. So it's crazy. Like any security guard that knew me from back in the days could tell you that I was like the dubber. Like that's all I did, and yep. I did it for years. Like, did anybody steal your tapes? Oh, you mean as far as what? Like, oh, copying? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's part of the game. So <laughs> what I would do is I would sell masters because I knew they were gonna bootleg it. Yeah. So the only places that I sold like tapes to would be like maybe like mom and pop stores, or I would like I, I created this thing where. Anywhere that had drug dealers outside, like selling like nickel bags or whatever, yeah. I would have tapes in the bodegas because hmm. they all loved like mixtapes or whatever. So when I really started selling Fifty Cent shit, like the G Unit tapes, yeah. I would have them all. I had like probably like I never even got caught with these bodegas. By the <laughs> way, I had like almost over a hundred eighty bodegas. Damn, it was a joke because I would drive around literally in a Lambo, and in a Lambo, the the 
the front joints pop up and I would just literally pop the front the hood and just like take tapes out and and at that time I had my baby mom, so I had this Japanese chick like going in there, <laughs> collecting the money, come back out. Like it was crazy. I never had like a gangster, like Clue had a gangster like beating people up that yeah. owed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People were like more like kind of worried that I wouldn't come back to drop the next tape. Oh my god. So they would never like fuck with my money. Like just don't just don't have me drive there. Yeah. It's already like dangerous as it is right like, there's I a lot of potholes on 14th is. street you <laughs> yeah. don't want to fuck up your lambo i have no license so it's like you had no license i've had a license in 20 some years wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You, what? Never, you never took your driver's test yeah i took it oh <laughs> but it got revoked i don't know like i think i revoked i'm, 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 I'm as nigger as it gets man. it got revoked and then revoked you're like, out there driving a lambo i haven't had a license in years i remember tmz would have like bets on <laughs> when i get locked up again like but I, now, thank so God. So you just drive Uber. by like all the paparazzi yeah. with your finger out, like just like <laughs> I drive like all right. right now. I drive in like Long Island or yeah. Jersey because I know most of the police. But I don't drive in the city due to terrorism. Yeah, and I'm a nigga, so I'm not trying to be like getting pulled over out here. Like, so you're out here taking public transportation? No, I'm on Uber. Right oh, now. Okay. yeah, Uber out here in the <laughs> city. It, but I, but in Long Island, nobody fucks with me. You know, I go to the gym. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I got my passport. I, not, I think my passport is officially my license. <laughs> Like that's how fucked up I am. Like, the police is like, "What is this?" Like, a- yeah. Well, my my ID is <laughs> it's me as a sixteen year old, <laughs> and it says I'm five eleven. I'm six three, six yeah. four. Yeah. So that's why you have to. Yeah. No fucking way. You're yeah. like a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a fake ID in the wrong direction. What is going on here? You're I like can't a, use it on like planes. A kid. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, yo! I used it to get into the Cardi B show last night. <laughs> I mean, you might be getting by the Black China show. <laughs> She's fucking them little kids now. <laughs> YBN uh, Jeff Rosenthal. Yeah, 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 my yeah, homie, yeah, by the way. Yeah. I love him, by the way. Because I wanted to fuck my gym teacher when I was young. You know what I'm saying? He's living that life right now, man. Even though he's fucking a fucking suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> fake ass shit. I don't understand this fake ass shit. But anyway. <laughs> fast forwarding. And then all this shit is so weird that it just like it all came to fruition like you know like well so okay so you're killing it mixtape wise mm-hmm. who was your competition um clue was always a competition yeah Clue was always like but it's it wasn't competitive if you don't drop with him so right so the way we avoided that like me k slay uh maybe two other cats that was selling tapes we would wait until clue drop and then we drop yeah because then that way we could see what he has on his list and then we just like either lie about our, our, our you know, I lied like a motherfucker. <laughs> I had like Nas I know. featuring fucking Jay Z, right? Yeah. Tupac. I was lying like crazy. By yo. the way, you were the reason why, like, when we had Napster and you download those songs, oh and it's yeah, just, like, forget about featuring it. Kanye yeah, and Jay Z, and like, about it. and it's just like all these names. It's like, whoa, really? And then it's not like <laughs> there'll be like a mix. Like we do like <laughs> we do like those blends and shit. Like because you know a lot of the albums had acapellas. Yeah. So I'll be like, yo, let's just put another beat on here, <laughs> switch the song, and then sometimes. The way I would trick people is because, uh, you know, the acapellas is like the third verse. Nobody really knows third <laughs> verses of a lot of these big artists. It's usually the first verse, second verse, and the third verse. Who gives a fuck? No, right. it's your the cousin. The third verse is a new record. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put a beat under that. Here it is. Nas. Uh, I don't know. Like, free free the black man. I don't know. I'll call it whatever. But nobody never knew. They'd be like, yo, when did Nas come out with this? <laughs> never know. But now I, I'm the king of like... Uh, I had to dead that shit because once I got kidnapped by Big Pun, I was like, it's over. Right. So who came who came calling for you first? Um, I think CNN was the first one because I was leaking the shit out of their shit. And how'd they track you down? They never caught me. Oh. <laughs> so I'm good. Like Nori was like, I remember Nori was like, we were trying to find you for years. And then fucking uh 
it just so happened my first my second DJ gig was with CNN yeah and then they told me how many times they tried to get me they missed me by like maybe like a few hours <laughs> they just start paying you to find you <laughs> no yeah. they were just like like people were calling me who kids it? I remember one time I missed them by like maybe like 30 minutes I was getting a haircut oh my god and I just missed them but like I was like see ya please. yo that, that's why you get your haircut like in, yeah, in got, private now yeah I'm private barber I, to you yeah. my barber comes to me shout out to Light by the way Light always cuts my hair he only cuts me in 50 but I am not going to no fucking barbershop because <laughs> because back back then it was cool, but I remember I avoided Shook Knight. I went to a barbershop in L.A. and I remember when I leaked like a Tupac <laughs> a Tupac song, but Snoop gave me the song. Yeah, but Snoop had beef with Shook Knight and he couldn't get clearance. But Snoop sent it to me without my knowledge that he's trying to get revenge on Shook, and I leaked and, the shit. And you had already put out Realist. Uh... That was the song. No, I mean, Realist Killers was the song. Yeah, Realist Killers was the song yeah. that uh, I, I combined 50 with. Right. But I didn't know that Snoop was like, fuck this nigga, <laughs> and gave it to me to, to create this shit. And then fucking, uh, man, I was getting a haircut, and then my boy's like, yeah, shit, nice about to come here. Man, I ran out of there with, <laughs> man, I had half a cut, man. I was looking like a gay Mr. T, man. I was in there like, I was looking crazy. It looked like someone put a, a bowl on my head. <laughs> I, ran, I, ran, I was like, I'm out of here. Fuck that. I avoided shit like twice. Any red car that you saw in your periphery, you're oh, just I'm like, out of here, yeah. man. Red, man. Anything red. <laughs> Fuck it. Out of here. But those, I mean, that. But I think that was part of like being the DJs that we were. The adrenaline rush of people trying to find us and like even almost dying. You know, like even I thought I was going to die when I was with Pun. Yeah. But then after I mean, a while, you put an Uzi in your face. Yeah. Like that. That's that, a good way to to die to die. Yeah. Well, I kind of like encouraged it because I thought I was talking shoot to, me. I th- no, I thought <laughs> I was talking. <laughs> I thought I was talking to a fucking promoter <laughs> because back then there was no cell phones, mm-hmm. so I put like two quarters in the fucking you know fifty cents. Fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it was meant to be. I called this motherfucker, and then he thought I thought it was a promoter. He was breathing crazy, but I thought I was talking to a promoter because when I went to the Apollo to meet up with them. The promoter was, wasn't there, so I used to always curse the promoters out back then. Fuck you! So he, meanwhile, meanwhile, Pun is doing band from TV video shoot with Nas, CNN, everybody's there, and he and, and he had me on like I guess those weird old big ass cell phones oh, that yeah. was connected to the box, the block, the, yeah, 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 the, the big the drug Morris dealer song. block, yeah, you know? and then. All you hear is me yelling at this guy, and then Nas is like, yo, who is this guy? I was like, oh, no, but we got to get him after this shit. <laughs> and then he said it, and then see, I'm, I, Nori told me, like, yo, I'll never forget when they, they played it in a boombox. They played that this shit on that tape, and then he called you right after, and then you didn't even know it was him. And Did then, you have your number on your tapes? Yeah, my oh, number's big, on there. Big mistake. Yeah, because yeah. that yeah, that's, that's the only way I could get people like either to buy more or to book me for shows. So like, you pull up to the Apollo in your... I had a piece of shit Honda Accord no. with the lights that go up. <laughs> this is before I even started blowing up. So it could have ended before, like right then. And yeah, there. it would have been over. But he, I think he saw that that I had a piece of shit car and I was like hustling <laughs> to get money because he told me that in the car. He's like, yeah, you, 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 hustling. I was like, what? I was like, get me out of here, man. Fuck what you talking about, but. The thing that's crazy, I always have a tape on me to give to the promoter <laughs> to keep my promote. And then when, I was kneeling in the van, so when he made me get up to sit next to him, my tape came out my coat and fell on the floor. And it's the same tape I got beef with. And then all I heard was "God, that boy, God!" Like his boys was screaming, and I thought it was good. I was like, "I'm gonna die!" Like I was screaming. It was, it was so traumatizing. Like, what were you I, saying on your knees? Pardon, Poppy? No, I, was, I definitely wasn't saying that. <laughs> 
I definitely wasn't saying that. I was like, I'm gonna fucking die for a white guy song. But but it's just that's crazy. It's like you know, it's all from the Jay Z beef. Yeah. That you know when he supposedly came out the club and they banged him over the head with the bottle, and I had like the record where he never responded to punt, but. I had like a, uh, it was like some middle finger you, like some different version from Sauce Money. Sauce Money came back at them. But, you know, it's funny because even in the car, he was like, yo, on your next tape, you're gonna, in the intro, you're going to say, fuck Jay-Z. You're going to say, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Just get <laughs> the fuck out this car. Like, I'm going to get the fuck out the van. Like, right. yeah, I got you. <laughs> so, uh, and then literally, like, we spoke for a little bit, and then he talked about, like, uh, why he had issues with me is not because of the the song or whatever. It's just the uh, I guess the the gangs at that time, the Latin Kings was laughing at Punt that they couldn't believe that this song was out, and then none of the DJs played it. I was the only dickhead that played the song. Right, the Clue didn't play it. Nobody envy. And then there was a, a Beach Street back then. There's a store called Beach Street. And I remember Fat Joe called the store, and then the fucking guy over there was like, "Yo, who can tape it? Fire, man! Like it's going ham right now." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "What?" Fat Joe was like, "What?" Like, so that's why there was like a rumor where Fat Joe supposedly caught me in the Bronx, but it, that did not happen. Nah, okay. it, it didn't no, happen. they just caught you on 125th Street. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you surrounded this shit? Yo, after you left there, were you just like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah, I was just like bugged out. Like I was like, "Yo, this is gonna stop today, man." But guess what? Honestly, it didn't stop. It didn't really stop. I was like, you know, but I, I was like, I'm gonna be more cautious, and I'm, I'm gonna leak shit, but I'm gonna I'm hear what I'm leaking because the problem is I didn't hear the song. Yeah, I, I was just like, this is new. All right, I'm putting it on. I put it. In. I just hear a little bit of it. Sounds hot. I wasn't like lyrically like checking shit out. Right. You're like, you, I'm just gonna move around here like smarter yeah. in a Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> even like even Max B when Max B when Max B called me to do his tape, I didn't really know he was really going at Jim Jones and all those guys. Oh yeah, I didn't know until the tape was finally done and I see Jim Jones with a wig on the cover with like like tranny clothes. And stuff. I didn't know. I was like, can you guys like let me know? Because I hang with Dipset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so that's on you. You're not. You're just putting your name on shit. <laughs> I just gave him the who kids and then and then, I, and then it sounded hot. I don't know. I was just like who kids. Put the gunshots and then I just kept it moving. Like, do you I, even know that you co-hosted our mixtape? Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did over six hundred, so yeah. I don't remember half the shit. Yo, I've done. He, so uh, drama put a mixtape of ours out in twenty thirteen. That's crazy. And he was just like, "Yo, what do you think we get? Like, who kid to say something too?" We're just like, uh, "Sure, go for it." <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you're on there. In Get the, the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play it for you after. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Get the fuck. You see, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 yeah, I was doing like. Fucking... Oh, by the way, we have no beef with Jimmy Jones. Oh no. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, man. he was actually oh, just up here, but yeah. yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay, all right. We just make that clear. And the, the best part is that like behind you, there's a killer crunch thing, like with Cam, right? Oh, uh, shit. Like cereal box, and he was like, "Oh, that's cool." We're like, "Oh, yeah, but <laughs> don't." Crunch. We're like, "Don't look the other way." And then it's this like these two <laughs> things with <laughs> French Montana and these two giant mac and cheese boxes. We're like, he's like, "I'm not gonna fuck up your apartment." We're like, "All right, good, thank Bruh, you." Bro, yeah. t- yo, I, I don't even know what I was doing. I was doing too many tapes back then to be trying to figure it out. That's why I had to end. Like I ended all that leaking shit. Thank God, like I linked up with Fifty because yeah. it, it deaded me. Like, because back then the reason we stole so much shit is like hard to have like multiple different artists to do a really multiple hot tape. Did you ever steal anything of Fifties? Yeah, I had <laughs> old Fifty shit. Like, did he like run up on you? No, because uh, he he didn't mind he back to find then. you. <laughs> well, watering the lawn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he probably didn't even know what was going on back then. <laughs> but the thing is, Fifty didn't mind like because he was he, Fifty was like the DJ's like 
the artists for the DJs. Yeah. Like, he respected the DJs because they're the ones that's... Like, bootlegging is the reason why 50's, like, out of here. For sure. You understand? So he never was that guy. But uh, I had multiple, like, people, like, just from LL to Nori to, I mean... All Queens dudes? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of Queens guys because... Oh they, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Puff was when I when when I finally I don't even know how I got this biggie shit because I was hanging with <laughs> you know like, how you got it you track know, masters yeah. yeah I was hanging with track masters for a little bit and that's when Beyonce like this Destiny Child was like sleeping on the floor like I, I used to see Beyonce all the time just chilling like regular on some hood shit yeah like, so Destiny Child back then they they did mad records with all the rappers like they had features like Fifty Nas everybody Wayne, yeah so I would go to the label and then I would try to get the exclusives first from Sony or whoever label they were under yeah but then in my visits to the label you know I ran up with Trackmasters and Trackmasters you know obviously was a fan of me leaking and all this crazy shit so then I was supposed to do a tape with them and I did leak some of their songs but they gave me the joints you know what I'm saying but they gave me like a dat like. Yeah, they gave me like twenty dats to go through shit. Like, oh, for anyone who didn't understand what a Betamax tape is, yeah. dat yeah. is way smaller, but also doesn't exist anymore. That is obsolete, like a motherfucker. <laughs> man. Like it's so crazy. Like I can't even let me shout this out. <laughs> but he gave me like a whole bunch of songs that I had to like pick to do the tape. So I had to pick like ten songs out of all the songs they've done. So some of them is out already, or remix, or different versions. So I'd been did the tape. Tape was out, whatever. And then just one day, I was just bored going through shit. And I'm going through all my dads, but I was looking for something else. And I went through one of their tapes by mistake. And then I'm hearing this Biggie session. But I think they didn't even know they gave it to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going through the session. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I never heard this Biggie verse. So I called like five people like in the industry like, yo, you heard this? I'm shouting on the verses, I'm saying. And they were like, yo, what are you talking I was like, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> I will hang up on them and shit. And then, and then, when I, and then I called Stretch Armstrong. And Stretch Armstrong was like, yo. I honestly never heard of this shit right here. So then uh, he had Red Spider at that time. So I was like, yo, I think we should just add a beat on here. So I gave the acapella to Red Spider. It wasn't even acapella. It was like just a rough session. And I don't know how he cleaned it. He took all the extra talking out. Because Biggie was talking mad shit on there. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk. I don't tell you what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would have lived for the next couple of years. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so, so he was talking mad shit on there. But he cleaned it up. And then he put the beat on it, and then I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? And then I, I was like, yo, let me call 50 to see if he'll get on this. Because we were doing, like, the next tape or whatever. I don't remember which tape it was, but he was like, I sent it to him. And he was like, fuck it, let's do it. I, you know, I said, yo, I don't think it's out. And 50 was like, what? So then that's when we called it Realest Niggas because the hook is Trackmaster's screaming. Really, nigga? I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Be my nigga. Whatever. So... I was like, "What the fuck?" So I, 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 I planned to do Hot 97 that Monday, and I and I set it up because my show was from twelve to one. Yeah. But I set it to drop at twelve forty five, <laughs> so I have enough time to leave. <laughs> so, because you know, one o'clock my shit is over. So flex, everybody's driving home. Did you enough? Like Angie Martinez, everybody's driving home. They're leaving because the show's over. But my show is on now. They're laughing because I was doing some, some fucking. Julio Iglesias shit. I don't know. I was playing Julio Iglesias hits. <laughs> Some dumb shit. And then at the Pardon end. Papi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pardon yeah. Papi, motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, yo, I think enough almost crashed his car. Flex is like, what the fuck? I start playing it. I never forgot to start playing Because the thing is, I did a Puff Daddy tape, uh, a bad boy tape, like maybe like a year earlier, but I still had the, the Puff drops. <laughs> so I put Puff on the intro. 
Like, you know. <laughs> Made it seem official. Yeah, Legitimate, it was, right. It, it was, uh, yeah, he was like, DJ Who Kid, uh, Bad Boy, Shadyville collaboration. Yeah. But that was all from the tape. But I put that in the beginning of the Biggie song, <laughs> so it was not a bad boy junior. Definitely, it was no, no nothing yeah. of that, of, of a, yeah. nothing of the such. Then, uh, and then Fifty starts rapping, and then at the same time, I think Puff is in his office, and just like somebody called him because you know I was bringing it back, like <laughs> mad bombs. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> yo, this is crazy, Biggie. Fifty, yo, yo. So Puff is like, yeah, right. So Puff is in the office. Yo, Puff heard that shit, yo. Holy shit! Yo, my boy was like in the office, like he saw him flipping the chair, like <laughs> flipping the table, because you know he he supposedly is supposed to hear every Biggie joint ever made. Like how Puff Daddy didn't hear a Biggie song, or a Biggie verse that is. So he's flipping, he's trying to find out where I'm at, and you know there's a warm line of hot, the red. When you see that red light come on, I didn't see it. I was gone. <laughs> I was like, see ya. Yeah. I played like bad. I played like maybe like three, four times, and I was out of there. I got into, this is a secret elevator. You get the fuck out of there. Yeah, like flex. Everybody uses when people are trying to kill them and shit. Yeah, yo, I was out. And I, my boys down there with the car. I was like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. So I didn't have to come back for like three, four weeks because oh I was on tour with Fifty anyway. So once I did that, and the shit went viral, it went everywhere. And you know, there was no social media back then. Right. Yeah. So I knew it was bad when I think we had to go. Like literally two weeks, we landed in South Africa. We had to meet Nelson Mandela. Had so to. We, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some usual nigga shit. And we, <laughs> we hung out with him. And then once we did the concert, I played realest niggas at the concert. And I couldn't believe how Africans, that literally, I don't even know how the rumor was so crazy that it went out there so fast that they knew the word, like word for word, realest well, niggas. Mandela was into it? <laughs> I don't know if he was into it. He couldn't hear shit back then. But, you know, he was like, oh, he, was, he was screaming his ass off, but... It was like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was like 20,000 African guys and maybe 100 girls. Mm. But at the end of the day. <laughs> it's like SOBs. <laughs> yeah, it's like an SOB concert. <laughs> Fuck, I hate that place. I can never get no. I've never got pussy in SOBs, by the way. I'll let New York know that. By Just way, for the you record. Know, you know who gets yeah, the most pussy? For the fucking record. Like. Blueprint engineers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> But it's just that's crazy. It's like, yo, I, I just can't believe how crazy. Like, there was no social media. It was just strictly, like, maybe YouTube. But the rumor of that song branching out. So the bootlegs was, like, out of here. People bootlegged it, put it on their tapes. Every DJ had it. And meanwhile, Puff is, like, looking for me, like, three weeks straight trying to find out. And then good old 50 Cent had to fucking do SNL. Had to. You know, and yeah. we had to do rehearsal there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, fuck, I was so pissed. I was like, yo, this motherfucker. So I'm like, I don't think Puff coming up here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just doing rehearsal and shit. And all of a sudden, like, <laughs> I see Puff, like, in a quarter, like. like in <laughs> at the, SNL? Yeah, at the, the, the I guess, the, the fork in the road. And I don't know, like, in the area. Like, he's just, like, looking around to see if, like, if I'm really doing rehearsal. So I see him, but. <laughs> But this, to the right was like straight. There's a straight way straight to 50's dressing room. So I know if I get to 50's dressing room, I'm safe. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really gonna do shit to me. So I try to like who? Like I didn't run, but I, I walk very hastily. Like like I, I remember I had these fucking. I think Wait, I did you these, say hastily or hastily? Like no, hastily. hastily <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I had these Jay Z fucking. Those G whatever uh, those Jay Z sneakers he had. Oh, the yeah. Reeboks. Yeah, the Reebok. Oh, joints. the S Dot Carters. Yeah, the S Dot. Yeah. The S Dot was like, see ya. I was like, 
I never ran so fast. I tried to like really. I didn't want to make it look like I'm a pussy, so I tried to like run a little quick. But he caught me in the intersection and it had me in a headlock. And he walked with me straight into Fifty's room in a headlock. I mean, it was a cool headlock. It was like no rough shit. Like, really? It was soft and delicate. You know what I'm saying? So I fucking get in there with Fifty's. Like Fifty's in there like eating hummus or some dumb, I don't know what he's doing. He's drinking some energy drink or some shit. Right. He looks up and he's, he's like puffing me like, and, then, and he's laughing and shit because he already know what's going on. Like He's like, oh boy, what's going on, man? I was like, yo, the puff is like, I want you to tell me where you get that song from. Now nah, I want to know right now. I was like, come on, man. I can't, this is cool to the streets. Yeah. Don't do that out here, man. Come on, puff. And then Fifth was laughing. Fifth was like, come on, man. Just tell him, man. Just let him know. I was like, nah, man. I want to know, man. I'm like, Track like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Yo, he ran out of there. He was so pissed. And I don't know why he did with Track Master. I haven't heard from Track Master since. So Wait, I don't when, 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 I don't even know where they at. Where are they? When, when Puff puts you into a headlock, is he wearing sunglasses? Like, is he yeah, cool? Yeah, sunglasses. He's cool while doing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sunglasses and everything. I mean, I, as I recall, I, yeah. mean, I, I was a little bit like. You were looking down. Yeah. I was just happy I was in 50's dressing room, so I knew nothing was going to happen, but. <laughs> But he wanted to kill me like a few times. Like, Puff, man. Oh, man. I was a leaker, man. Oh, <laughs> he came to like a club one time. I think I leaked something else. I don't remember what it was. I'm DJing and I feel somebody like grabbing my leg. And then, as a matter of fact, I was making fun of him. I don't think I leaked anything. I was just making fun of him at, on my radio show. And he heard it. <laughs> and then fucking, uh, I feel somebody like grabbing on my leg because the, the DJ booth was kind of like, Raised, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a raised booth, but all you see is like this hand with like I see like a Rolex like <laughs> grabbing on my shit, and I, I had these tall ass socks at that time because I was in that I was into Philly culture really yeah. big back then. So I had these really tall, so I, I feel like I look down and he's like, yo, yo, I'm to kill you right now. I'm like, what? And it was uh, Harv Pierre's birthday. They 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 had me DJ his birthday, birthday party. Harv. Yeah, so I, I don't know why they think Puff would come. He's gonna kill you with Harv's birthday. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, it's our birthday, man. Yo, I was like, come on, man. You know I was joking. Yo, I want to kill you now. I was like, yo, it's amazing. That, that he's like such a positive individual now. Yo, it's real. All that love shit. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. That shit was not love back then. <laughs> but the shit that's crazy, like I've done like countless like parties with him in, in Vegas, rehab. Like, right. We've done historical crazy parties together. But the fact that that's the story of my life. Like even like Paul Rosenberg wanted to kill me. You know, I leaked, Why? I leaked the Eminem joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So- I was banned from Detroit. Like I was, I couldn't land in no, Detroit. No fly zone. Yeah. No super no fly zone. Yeah. Man. No trick daddy, man. It was <laughs> Paul Rosenberg was like, "Fuck you, nigga." No trick, tricky. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, trick, yeah. trick. Yeah. Oh my god, I yeah. want to die. Do you have problems with trick daddy? <laughs> no, no, I have no problems with trick daddy. Yo, I'm cool pa- with him. Pardon, trick poppy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always had issues where. You know, I've always told myself, like, if you're not, like, if especially if you're a mixtape DJ back then, if you're not, like, in the danger zone where you could die, then you're not really doing anything. Like, that's why Clue, when Biggie, like, I was I was kind of, like, influenced when Biggie went on Hot Nights. I was like, yo, I want to kill DJ Clue yeah. for leaking one more chance. Yeah. Because he leaked, like, one By the verse. way, what a drop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And that blew up Clue so much that yeah. it over, like, lapped trying to kill him. He became so popular where he became part of the industry. So I was, I didn't get that. Right. I got like almost caught. You got caught. actually beat up. Yeah, I got kidnapped, almost caught, but I still got the, 
I got it later. Yeah. But only because thank God I, I ran up with fifty and then we started this mixtape shit. What was the what was the class of DJs you were with when you were working at Hot ninety seven? The rotation was like you and like was it um, Green Lantern? Green Lantern yeah, Case Lay. Yeah, Case Lay, and Green who, Lantern. Was it uh, Absolute or was it Absolute, yeah, he was the fourth one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you had Monday nights. Well, Clue left and went to power and then they gave me Monday. He flipped the switch. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, See ya. Peace. Um so how much did you sort of like plant your flag at, at Hot ninety seven? I did a lot of planning, man, because it was perfect timing for me because um, my show was from like 11 to 1 or some shit like that. Yeah. So I literally went on after Flex got off. Yeah. So I had a great prime time where people were waiting because I had exclusives and shit. The only thing is, you know, cleaning exclusives was a nightmare, <laughs> especially like, you know, R.I.P. Prodigy, like Lil Wayne. These guys cursing like every two seconds. It's like, fuck, fuck, nigga, nigga, fuck, fuck. Right. So well, how about realist? Yeah, bro, it's like <laughs> fucking, it's a, it's a nightmare. I love... I love yeah, it was like, <laughs> uh, me. Like, like, beep, 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 beep. I should only love that which is me. But what's crazy back then, nigga was allowed, bitch was allowed on mm-hmm. on radio. Overnights? Yeah. yeah anytime. Yeah. No. Like, yeah, I mean, I well, I was playing, I let the nigga go and <laughs> bitch go. It was but, cool. But, yeah, but you don't play by the rules. <laughs> yeah, I was like, but back then it was cool. Like yeah. then it got really strict after a while. Who is the PD? Uh, it was uh, Tracy. Was oh, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was cool, and then uh, how was your relationship with her? That was cool. Oh, yeah. Be- because uh, she's the ice queen, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I want I want to smash it too. But <laughs> other people were. But anyway, I want to talk about her pussy. But anyway, the shit that's crazy is fucking. I had L.A. time on lock because I had all the actors and stuff that were up. So if it's eleven o'clock in New York, it's like eight, nine, and you know eight in L.A. So. Mm-hmm. Getting like you know like actors to call up to call just, in yeah because I didn't care about them physically being in the studio right. I, I was just happy that they would call in yeah so if you got like you know De Niro all these guys calling in yo what up <laughs> it was very weird it was like the wildest show so so I they I, I think Ebro was like the assistant at that time and he wanted it to be Powell to go against Power oh so, so that's oh. why they call it Powell they huh. call it Powell Radio because Clue left so yeah. that was like a revenge that's so they funny. just wanted it to like muddy the waters and like <laughs> yeah. confuse everybody yeah. yeah it was like some funny shit but I mean I, I went with it because yo I had my own slot like, who gave I'm, you yeah. the, what was the weirdest drop you ever had probably like most random okay I, I'll think of one then you think of one mine is uh, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> yeah that was very random and weird <laughs> what does he say he's like he's um, like uh, you're listening to uh, <laughs> yeah G Unit Radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you saw just like the motherfucker too. Yeah, he's like very random as fuck. I kidnapped him because I, I told him in Boy Scouts I saw our alien, and he's into aliens. And then he came on my show to talk about our experiences. Alien was standing outside my tent or some shit. I don't know. Whatever, Yo, who would deny you? <laughs> who would deny you a drop? Um, I don't think I've ever been denied. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, one time I got, I got dropped from Trump. I got dropped from like weird people. Like ODB was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Macho Man Savage. Wow. You know, I got a couple of dead legends. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, um, uh, <laughs> one time, a couple of dead niggas. We, <laughs> one time, one time we went to Atlantic. This is like when we were just starting, so like ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. We went to Atlantic when they were at twelve ninety. And K-Slay was in the the lobby. And so we like were like, yo, we should go say what's up to K-Slay and go mm-hmm. get a drop or something like that, right? Because we were doing vid- sketch videos back he then. no. Well, he was like, yo, I'm eating a hot dog right now. You don't want to catch me. <laughs> and we're like, I mean, 
I guess. And then a week later, he was he did that video when he was um going at Uncle Murder. Yeah, Remember Uncle like Papoose oh, and Murder wow. had like get the fuck out yeah. of here. And so he's sitting on the toilet eating a bowl of cereal, <laughs> and Buffy the Body was in there too. We're just like oh, we're, it's a video, and we're just yeah. like. This guy can't give us a drop when he's eating, but like he's fine, like being on a toilet, like going after Uncle. Fine. Yo, you got right, beef with kids, Lee, man. Yeah, that guy's a drama kick, man. Yo, no, yeah. he's the we had him up here. Yeah, most it, amazing episode. Like yeah. he did shit, like you too. He would pay off like the kids who were just like interning at the studio and just Hell get. Yeah. Me and him, me and him had beef one time. We we almost fought in the streets, but I just bought this Ralph Lauren shirt. And I didn't want that shit to get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I told him he was like. It was like the weirdest <laughs> shit. It was like Martin and Will Smith about to fight on Harlem. Like it was fucking hilarious. Were you both working at Hot at the time? Uh, no. This okay. is like before we even got into the radio. Like uh, there was a like like I said, I was getting songs handed to me from Envy's assistant, but he would give me shit, and then I, I used to do beef tapes all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a there was a there was a, a skit where. Uh, I think uh, what's his name? Raekwon was cursing out Irv Gotti. Oh my god! So I took the ver- I took the skit, but I didn't know that he took it from <laughs> K Slay's tape. But back then, it was like is is the ultimate like no no you don't take like skits from other people's shit. Yeah. Right, just the songs. Yeah, just, songs is cool. Yeah, songs yeah. are out there. Yeah. Everybody got the songs, right? You know, unless it's like a K Slay song, right? I I doubt it. So the shit that's crazy is uh. I th- I put it on the intro of my tape, but you know, like I said back then, there was really no cell phones. Right. There was really no like no social media. So my 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 ex wife got me a fucking gig in Japan. It was like I wasn't even famous like that, but because I had you know in Japan it was like so cheesy and corny. All you need is like a resume. So <laughs> I, I sent the resume to like the club. Yeah. And then I did like their radio show there so they interviewed me from this resume it was so cheesy <laughs> Japanese fucks it was like whatever and then fucking uh, while I'm in Japan and I DJ this club Heaven is no longer there by the way that's right. how old I am it's but I like that tapes and, and yeah Heaven is a rap it was yeah. in Yokohama oh. Heaven is a rap. That yeah. is a uh, that's a metaphor. That is, yeah. <laughs> it's over, man. Yeah. It was a yoko. I'll never. It was in Yokohama, and then I DJed the club, and then while I'm out there for like a week enjoying whatever, <laughs> and then uh, K lays in the streets trying to find me, and he can't find me because, I, you know. My he's fault. in the New York streets. Yeah, he's in New York. He's streets. not out there in Yokohama. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, I don't even. I didn't have like. Overseas plan or shit like that, like you know, the phones was like so like yeah yeah into the shit. It was new yeah, so it only works in in America. <laughs> so once I leave here, it's a wrap. I have no form of communication besides maybe email, but right. that's it. Right. So while I'm in, while I'm out there, and then I'm just like getting cursed. Are you trying to find me? He did a rap song dissing me because you know my, wait, Casey rapped against you. Yeah, he did a freestyle dissing me and and my ex wife because my ex wife used to be out there in the streets collecting the money. Is that why you guys broke up? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I broke up because I went to Howard Stern. <laughs> so I uh, talked to Howard Stern. I didn't know 20 million people could hear my <laughs> cheating stories, but I'm a dick. <laughs> Howard Stern fucked my life up. But, but anyway, <laughs> the shit that's crazy is like, he's out there. He did a freestyle. He just did shit out of me. He's talking with my wife's little ass, uh, ching, ching, ming, ming, called her ming, ling or whatever. So I, I was I came back, and then now my phone comes on. Every DJ's calling me, Splash, this guy, Big Mike. Everybody's like, yo, K-Slay's killing you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? So I tricked, like, Cabra to do, like, a freestyle. 
to like go ham. Wait, how did you trick him? I just I I did it in a way I don't, I don't remember how I did it, but I did it in a way where it sounded like he's killing Cage Lake. Yeah. So I because st- it's kind of like fucked up if I go to Harlem and I get a Harlem artist to freestyle. That's fucked and up. And go at him. Yeah. So Case Lee was like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yo, but Case Lee knew that I had to pick up, because Case Lee is from Harlem, so yeah. I had to get my money from Harlem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to pick up, it's on 127th, it was an African, I forgot his name, it's fucking bootlegger. So he, I guess Case Lee was like waiting for like days, because I had to come get my money, and I had to drop my tape, so yeah. I had to come there. <laughs> so I go there with my boy, and then I don't get out the car, so my boy gets out the car, and then Case Lee gets out. He's like, "Yo, one on one, no!" I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I get out, and then my boy, yo, he has like some crazy crackhead looking nigga with him, but the nigga had his hand in his pants, like he like he had a gun or yeah. some shit, right? So I was like, "Oh shit, this nigga Case Lee is some real shit right now." So I told my boy, "Yo, put your hand in your pants too." <laughs> so so my boy put his hands in his pants, yo. It was like a fucking Mexican standoff, yo. We were standing out there. It was like, yo, so me like an idiot, I I, I had to go the joke route. Because I'm not fighting against Lay in right. the fucking Harlem streets, man. Right. Because that the rumors alone was like, I don't, I don't got time for that shit. So Case Lay's taking everything off. Like he took his jacket off. All of his leathers. Yeah, like all, yeah. His, yeah, all of his furs. MCM shit. Yeah. All that shit was coming off. And he's like, yo, I want one-on-one. He had a big white tee, 5X or whatever. And he's I'm like, I just bought this Ralph Lauren <laughs> shit, man. This shit is hot right now. So he's like, yo, kid, I'm not playing, man. We're going to do it now. I was like, nah, man, look at my face, dog. I'm not trying it, yo. It was like the funniest shit. He was like, fuck you, nigga. And he, just laughed. he just couldn't believe how crazy. He, you know, he couldn't believe that I responded like that. Yo. I had to respond like yeah, that. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's just like, this nigga's stupid, man. <laughs> this ass case late. I'll tell you, this shit was like the weirdest shit ever. And Wait, it, but, but that's before or after you guys had worked together? No, that's before. You, you were doing mixtapes then. Or you yeah. did a mixtape with them. Yeah, but that's before. Did you ever we, think about taking his rhymes and put them on your mixtape? Nah, <laughs> oh, yeah. an exclusive. Yeah, lab, actually, label he, it like Jay-Z featuring Case nah, Lane. <laughs> yeah. definitely not. No, he, he actually made me rap with him. It's me, him, Clue. I don't, the song never came out. I don't know. It's me, him, Clue. And somebody, another DJ on a song. He Wait, made us like you rap. Have to send this to us. Yeah, it's somewhere out there. It should be out there. No, no, no. You have to send <laughs> this. This is a must. Don't, yeah. don't play like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give us the whole dat tape. Listen to the two it's hours. It's like really who bad. Have, who do we have to pay five hundred oh, bucks to get? By the way, really I know it's really bad. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, I know I was bad. I don't know my case. Like, I was. Fu- I was whack. Uh, I think I was. I was like, a clue. Uh, I don't know. He was horrible too. I was talking about chimneys and all kinds of stupid shit. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Like fire in a chimney or some dumb shit. Yo, three the hard way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the name. It was three something. It was I think it was the top three DJs was on. He got us the freestyle. I'll never forget that day. He made me come to the studio on uh right around the corner. It's on Sullivan. Uh, where uh, I don't know if you've been to Blue Ribbon. This is, this is your studio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had us in there, and we and we did the record in there. Wait, did you it. freestyle or was it written? No, it was written. I had my boy that was with me. He wrote it for me, and then I just rapped whatever he wrote. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. I was like chim chimney, chim chimney, <laughs> some stupid shit. No, that was some dumb shit. I don't know. Yo, it was like the worst ever. I don't want to remember it. It was like horrible. I like, almost don't want to talk about anything else. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was horrendous. So, yeah. your your blood cousins with Shamani XL. Yeah, like like family related. I know. I know. Me and him is like he, I'm the cutie. He's the ugly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's my that's my relative right there. You know what I'm saying? From so the, he's from the ugly side. <laughs> So he so what was it like when he was like, hey, I want you. He to- was super young. He was like, 
He was like the young kid that hung out with all the OGs. Yeah. He was like, maybe, I think he used to hang with me when he was 15. Like, it was so weird. Like, I was like, yo, bro. Like, <laughs> I used to hang with his older brother, and then he used to always hang with me. Yeah. Which was kind of weird. So, I was always like the old guy. But he was crew. running with Boo Boo. Yeah, he was running. I don't know how he even got, I, I never knew the story on how he got cool with him. But I think because he was doing beats at that time. Yeah. So he had an MPC. So, whoever owned the MPC 3000 was like. The beat guy in so, the hood. And at some point, he was just like, I want you to DJ for this guy. And you're like, oh, the dude who used no. to beat up kids? No. 50 Cent got shot the fuck up. Oh, right. He tried yeah. to kill his ass. And yeah. then uh, 50 was like, yo, I ain't hiring no DJ. It has to be somebody that's related or whatever. Really? And then Shaw was like, yo, my cousin Who Kid does the mixtapes. And then... And well, you had DJed before. I mean, you had you had acted as a DJ for Juvenile. Yeah, I was, a, I, I was a Juvie. I was a Nori. Yeah, I was a Juvie, Nori. And I did this uh, fake stint front like I was Bad Boys DJ, but only because I did the tape. <laughs> so I toured Canada. You, I did you, much you, music. You put funny. that on your resume? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking. No, nah, I have no resume. Bad Boy official <laughs> DJ. Yeah. yeah. I did much music. And back then, much music was big. So yeah. it was like the MTV of Canada. So when yeah, I landed, right. they were like, oh, Puff Daddy's DJ, who kid? I came out like, oh. <laughs> and then Pierre again yeah. <laughs> had the fucking, you know, the expensive cable back then that yeah. like, only in Manhattan people had, but it had like all the channels all over the world. And he just happened to see me that day on it. But he was like, yeah, you know, me and Puff. I had a Sean Jones suit on. <laughs> I, I was lying like crazy. Like, yeah, me and him, we, we good, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The tape is hot. Right. <laughs> I was lying like crazy, man. But yeah, but back then, uh, Sean Money, he, he actually was like, yo, you got to go see him. He wants to meet you, and he's just going to ask you three questions. And then he wound up just asking me just like barely one or two. But uh, he's asking you three. This is like. He said he's just going to ask you three questions. Yeah, but that's like it, the troll who lives underneath. No, that's the it. Bridge. Yeah, right. it was like but instead, 50 is the troll who lives in <laughs> Connecticut. Yeah, yeah Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. I, I went to this basement. I went to Sean Wayne's crib, and in the basement, it was, it was Banks and Yayo. And Yale looked like he wanted to kill me. Mm. Banks was saying shit to me. It was guns everywhere. It was like vests everywhere. Well, he had just told them to that they were going to be rappers now, right? All that happened in one night. Like, I came, and then Banks didn't even know he was going to rap. And he was like, you rapping, nigga. And then Yale, I think, already was kind of rapping. But he made Banks rap. So you would be a rapper. And then fucking... I was hired once because 50 was like, y'all, come, come with me. So I, I went there to like, I didn't really want to meet 50 because he just got shot. So I was like, I thought the bullet was like still in his face. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. Like, I was like, yo, I got to go see this guy. He just got shot and his teeth came out. I heard crazy rumors. When I got there, I was like, oh, shit, it wasn't really that bad. He had like a dimple, great surgery. I don't know. I don't know. His teeth looked like it was there. But he had braces, though. Wait, so you're saying that he didn't get shot. <laughs> well, he did get shot. <laughs> But yeah, he, he had braces. Like he had some kind of like wire holding his mouth together. Yeah, and then he lost so much weight because mm-hmm. he couldn't eat. So he was on a liquid diet or whatever. So, but he still was like, you know, he, I mean, tattoos. Was, I mean, I saw the tats. So yeah, like, who's fifty? Yeah. So fucking, uh, he was like, yeah, man, uh, I got three three questions to ask you. He's the first question was like, yo, if somebody come at me, you know, try to fuck with me. Uh, you know, with guns and everything. What are you gonna do? I was like, nigga, I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't know you. See ya. He was like, all right, you're hired, man. I don't even have to ask you no more. Yeah. Because he was like, he didn't want me. To, <laughs> yo, it was crazy. He was like, I, I don't want to hear people like, I'm gonna jump in front of you. I'm gonna shoot back. Right. He he wanted to know who exactly was around him so he could maneuver just in case he got when beef go down. He knows. I'm, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. He needs to know. So and you weren't pretending to be anything you weren't. So yeah. And then uh, the first night. I think they were working on um, 50 Cent's The Future. I didn't put the tape together. Shot Money was putting it together. I just had to leave my drops. So I left my drops, 
and then I I I did go back home and because back then I think what was that place where they rented DVDs back then? Uh, blockbuster, yeah, blockbuster. So I, I, we had a blockbuster scam where we were stealing video games with other people's cards, and so I went and got heat. Wait, that's it? You just that—that's the scam. <laughs> yeah, I was got every video game, every video game system you could think of for free. Because <laughs> my boy worked there, so he. Would, oh, there we go. When you lose, when you lose the card, they throw it in the the lost card box. So he would just give me all the cards in the box, and then we just keep using them until they see which one is on, <laughs> and we just rent like we would rent like. Playstations, Xboxes, everything, and just get the fuck out of there. Never bring it back. Like, <laughs> out of every game, I was like, "Why am I buying this shit?" You know what I'm saying? You like, are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are the opposite of be kind, rewind. Fuck out of here. Not to mention every porn and movie we rented. Support <laughs> was crazy back then. Yo, wait, would you shit. would you come to the register with just like handfuls of shit? Yeah, my cousin was there. Like, it's fucking Hollis. They ain't there no more, so he can't get locked up. It's just out of business. But the shit that's crazy, I I rented the movie Heat. With Val Kilmer and Robert De Niro, sure. And then I, I, cause we, I think we finally got the replay machine, and there's these cheesy guns on there. <laughs> so I sampled all the gun sounds from the movie Heat, so the guns could be so realistic on the tapes. Yeah. So when Fifty's rapping, people running and shit. I never forget that when I first used it on the show, people thought it was a real shootout. <laughs> be like in Africa, people was running like. What is this? A Mandela, like they were out, like see ya, like like it was like Shaka Zulu, like yeah. all over again. But people were like bugged out, like how realistic the gun sound. And I brought it to the main stage where we did like the 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 Jay Z tour, like the Rock the Mics and all that. Like those gun sounds is like it was like historically legendary, like. And then what up, gangsta started. Oh my god! But never, nobody never knew where I would go. Like teachers be like, "Yo, where the fuck are you getting these guns from?" But I got it from the movie Heat. You know how much gunshots was in that movie? Like it was crazy. Yo, when you had when you had uh, Get Rich or Die Trying drop, could you have just basically played the entire album from like front to back, like live? What? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was it was crazy. It was like I think that was probably like the time where I never went back home. I was away like seven years straight. Oh I only saw like it's a miracle. I saw both of my sons born, and I was always away because of Get Rich Dad. Played every, everywhere in the United States and beyond. Everywhere overseas, every country. Like it's to a point where even like I just recently went overseas with Waka, and we did like mad shows. And I'm looking at the map. You know when you're on a plane and you look at the map of like, mm. I was like, yo, I think we did almost every country. Like I see like yeah, I was here, 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 here. I think some weird country called. I was like, I don't think we were there, but. <laughs> All the main joints, like yeah. with Fifty, I did every fucking country. And well, who we loves did him every the most? TV show. Huh? Who loves him the most? Eastern Europe. I every think. fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was fiftyed out because of the. He was very militant. He was to them. He was like a revolutionist. He was close. He was the closest to Tupac. Mm-hmm. So it was either Tupac and Fifty. And then when I did Realist Killers with, uh, yeah, Realist Killers with Tupac and Fifty, that was like it was hands down over. So I did like so many records. That kind of like added to the get rich because we had get rich die trying. I did PIMP remix with Snoop. Oh Snoop didn't know what the fuck a mixtape was, right? So I had to teach Snoop Dogg what a mixtape because he was like, "What well, fuck? I'm freestyling free, cuz like <laughs> fuck out of here, cuz." I was like, "No, it's promotional." <laughs> I know you with Dr. Dre and yeah. you're like, you know, you're doing whatever up in smoke and you're like in Illuminati land and yep, shit like that, yep. but 
Unis is fucking not being in the studio for 10 months working on a project and not feeding the streets. And then I had to teach him that. And then once he saw the first one, I did like 100 Snoop Dogg tapes. <laughs> like, I, I kind of like, damn. I, shit. Every week I was doing, yo, cuz I'm back in the show. Like, yo, yo he, drop some joint. Like, is he the greatest person? Yeah, he's like the, the, I think hands down, he's like probably out, out of all my hip hop friends. He's hands down, like, probably my best friend, best person person to know best human being hands down yeah and it's like it's, 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 that's like out of everybody i know everybody but he's hands down i mean if the, the day he passed away i'm fucked like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take off for like months like, yeah like i don't even want him to pass away he's, right. he's one of those guys you don't want him to disappear yeah right so and then that, that, that's it it's point blank well if he doesn't want to disappear then maybe he should stop stealing songs from big people <laughs> <laughs> He put me in check though. That, that, that Shook Knight shit, man. I don't even know how Shook Knight got my phone. He got he got Shaw Money's number. Shaw Money was cursing me out. It was crazy then. Yo, that whole that whole time period. So man. you were on the road for seven years straight? Well, I was on a road with fifty for like twelve years. But seven years I never saw my like I never saw soil. Like I would see it like I mean, going home for a week is not really going home. Like I would go home, hey, what up, wifey? Give her some pumps and right. shit. And then, and then, and then, for some reason, when I got back, my son was born. <laughs> and I went again because even once my son was born, I fucked my wife again. <laughs> yeah. And then my my son was born a year again. I had two sons. They're sixteen, seventeen. So I had to hurry up and fuck her because I ain't coming back. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm pregnant again. I was like, oh word! And I just happened to be back when she's giving birth again. Yo, what what was the first time flying private like? Oh man, that shit was crazy, man. I ain't gonna talk about what was going on in the planes because <laughs> Olivia was a yeah. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> a lot of foot action. Right? I ain't talking about the store. <laughs> Fuck them sneakers. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you have crazy miles? Do you have like so I'm many miles? I'm on like you could stop the plane yeah, like from taking off, right? I'm platinum on like four airlines. Delta, like if I get stuck somewhere, uh, laugh. I'm like whatever, I can get home right now, motherfucker. Like, just, would you do? So you would do? You would do the concert, and then you would do like an after party too. Yeah, I would OD, and then I, I made so much money off of that shit too because I used to always act like Fifty's coming. Yeah. <laughs> like motherfucker, that nigga is sick right now, dog. Yeah. You didn't see the show? <laughs> you serious right now? You didn't see him before? He's on the way. Two hour show, maybe. maybe. The, 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 the best. Oh my god, the best one was when I did the Eminem. We did the Eminem tour, and then we had partial like the the, the Eminem's twin because Eminem had the the circus act. So there was there was a, there was a part of the circus act was Eminem would jump out like he would pop out this this trap door, and then all of a sudden this rope would grab him by the neck or whatever and just hang him, and then he'll just go like. But it's really a strap connected to the shirt. So yeah, it looked like he's getting hung. Right, hilarious. Yeah, so, so the, the 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 rope would drag, but it's really partial that's getting hung. As in partial Mathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fake one. He's partial like Mathers. Fuck. Partial Mathers. Like, but he he's, he looks Pardon so Poppy. much. He looks so much like Eminem. Like he tricked us. Like one time we were like me and Sean Money was on the we got on the uh, business class and we see we like yo why is Eminem in business class? What's going on right now? It was so and why is he by himself? So we're like. 
waving at him. And, and, and Eminem is not saying, we were like, yo, what's up, man? I'm talking to him, so like, yo, he think he's all that. Like, yeah. We, we did the tape and all that, like, you know, production. Like, he don't want to say what up to us. <laughs> so we're looking at him, like, we're, like, going around the corner of the fucking business class shit, waving. And the partial is just sitting there, like, <laughs> he don't know us. Like, he don't know what's going on. But they book him on the regular. But Eminem is nowhere near on this flight. Right, like, right, he has right. a private jet. Wherever you went, he went private. Yeah. But they put partial on business class with us. So, and I'm like, yo, this motherfucker Eminem, man. Yo, fuck him, <laughs> man. You really want to say what's up to us? So we we finally get up, like, when the flight is up in the sky, then Shaw gets up. And then but Shaw's like, I ain't going to bother him. But I was like, I'm going to go bother him. I'm going to say what's you up. You press him. So I go over there. I was like, yo, what up, man? He was like, yo, what up, man? I was like, I was like wait, whoa. Whoa, this ain't up, yo. It was so weird. It was like, you look just like fucking Eminem, yo. So did you take him to the club? Nah, this this, this was what's crazy. So when we land. I was like, we we did one show, and we got got away with murder. So Partial came with us on one show, and I see how people going crazy over him. I was like, Yo, Partial, come here. So I, but I didn't tell Partial that we're getting. So I told the promoter because I knew the promoter that was booked all fifteen Eminem shows in Asia. So I was like, Yo, I know you're doing all the after parties. Just give me ten G's, and it will bring Partial. He was in on it too. So everybody knows they can't get close to Eminem. So all we have to do is bring him in. I, I paid all the security, like M security, to go with him. So he would go in there. Yo, it was crazy. I walk in. Yo, who cares, yo, man, yo. Everybody screaming and shit. And I'm like, yo, Eminem is in a VIP. And then fucking uh, partials in there like, yo, people were crying. Like, people were like literally tearing. They couldn't believe Eminem was in the club. Well, guess what? Yo, he wasn't. Yo, yeah. He was never in the club. But they know they can't get. And this is all Japanese people. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, ah, ah, go crazy. Like, ah. so I'm playing Eminem joints and Partial's like yeah. <laughs> going up and down with his hand up, down, up, down, up, down. Yo, it was like, yo, when I played my Davis, yo, people were like <laughs> peeing on each other like it was a sex porn table. Yo, <laughs> yo, then it was over. I would just literally give him like a G. And he would never know why he got the G for. He just thought I was just like being like mad extra like cool. Yo, is Partial like a robot? <laughs> nah, he's just a fucking weird ass kid from like Iowa or some shit like that. And he was a virgin. He was just he actually lost tricked, his virgin. Yeah, he lost tricked his vir- into this? Nah, he he got paid to just be Eminem's like because when look alike. Yeah, because when 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 M would go uh, when when he would go up and hang up there, <laughs> M would pop out now. The real Eminem pops out right. and shoots the shotgun at him, and then he at explodes. So meanwhile, while the whole concert's going on, he's still up there hung. <laughs> he's, he's hung up there for like the whole show. He doesn't come back down. What do you think is going through Partial's head? <laughs> yo, pyro. Yo, that's pyro going off. Smoke, explosions. He's still up there. Like I'm like, yo, how can you do that? Like It was like the weirdest shit ever. But that's, Partial that sounds was like he was sitting in the park uh, doing chess and, and heroin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He looked just like him. They they even used them like if M gotta go this way, they'll make him go that way with security. Yeah. So fans chase him and then M will be secure in, Is like, Partial his real name? Twice. I never even knew his real name. I just call everybody called him Partial. <laughs> so it, that was his name on the tour. Like right. Partial. What up, Partial? Listen, uh, the people make mistakes all the time. You were Bad Boys official DJ. So yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was a liar. But, uh, but I made him a liar. Like he didn't even know. I been I gave him like a G five hundred here and there. Yeah. Mostly I was paying his security. Like security was in on it. So That's but, so funny. But it was fucking hilarious because nobody never knew that it was the fake Eminem because he looked just like the motherfucker. And then he never lost his virgin. He was like a virgin. He, he never, never got lost pussy. It. We had to get him pussy on the road. 
We had to tell him to use a condom. He didn't know. He's Eminem. He should get like all the. He didn't know. I, I think I think he caught something too. On the <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. A baby? No, like the <laughs> couple pumps. Scratch a tour. Like yeah. you guys scratch. You guys scratch on. Um, you were there when Kanye got into his accident. Yeah, like that's another. Like these are like endless stories, man. Hey, what like, happened? I, I was telling him he's horrible. Like because you know, but the thing is, uh, at that at that time, uh, my label. Uh, uh, that I was signed to, uh, good old, uh, what's that famous building in in, in, in L.A.? Capital. Capital, yeah. So Capital, I was signed to Capital, and Shaw Money, me and Shaw Money was like, you know, Shaw Money was like my A and R or whatever with a three H. Yeah, Joe three H. Yeah, yeah, my other homie right there, but he's the one that found Eminem in like some Sweet Sixteen or some shit. I don't know, some weird ass <laughs> shit. But uh, fucking, uh, you know, they paid Kanye to do the tracks for my whole album. So Kanye was there with the beats, but you know he was very anxious. He wanted to rap, rap, rap. So that day I had Luda, I had to beg Luda to come to the studio because Chingy was signing Capital, so he had to come and do something for my album <laughs> because of Chingy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was gonna put Chingy on my shit, right? And I, Just to I, get that Luda verse. Yeah. yeah. So I, I begged him to come. So he came finally, and then when he came, he was like, "I gotta go to the airport. I'm here to drop this verse and get the fuck out of here." Luda. Yeah, that's yeah. when Luda was out of here. Fire. Like yeah. you know, it was a miracle he came. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, Kanye is in the booth. Mm, one plus one equals two. Mm, <laughs> I love you. Like he's doing all these crazy raps. Yeah, something with chimney, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but Luda's like, "Who is this guy? Get him out of here! I'm gonna do the, yo, I'm out of here. You better hurry up." I was like, so I, I was so fucking like, like thirsty and nervous. I ran in there. I was like, "Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> Play that fucking beat. What are you doing in here? What, what is this? Like, because I didn't know he was rapping. Right. But he wanted people to hear his rap so much, and then. I kind of like yelled at him, cursed him out, and then when he went out there, uh, fucking Luda picked a red spider beat instead of his beat, so he's already like super pissed. So I told him, "Yo, just wait outside. <laughs> I'm gonna film you for my. I was doing my uh, my my DVD like mixtape thing I was doing back at that time. So uh, he waited outside because he was, you know, he was thirsty. Obviously, he wanted to, he wanted to get put on. Yeah, he just wanted people to hear him. So I filmed him. Like while Luda was doing the song, I filmed him outside. He was talking about how the next in the next ten years he's only gonna fuck with Jay Z. Um, he's only gonna do beats. Everybody's gonna be on his dick for clothing. I feel like I don't know. Maybe he knew. I don't know. But, yeah. So this this footage was missing for a while, and then my boy just happened to have those old cameras with the shit that pop open. Yeah. And then he just looked. He, I think he had a converter, and he found the original interview recently. No, this was like. Oh. Three years ago, yeah, like, yeah. So I was like, "Why you found the Kanye shit? I've been talking about this Kanye shit forever. Nobody want to believe me." <laughs> like, fuck out of here, okay? You lying, man? <laughs> fuck out of here, yeah, okay. Yeah. So then the the whole video, you could see like everything happening in the video where I even film him in the car. Like, I, you know, he rented his car, so I was like, "Yo, let's go to the car. Let's, let me get you freestyling in the car." But he still was kind of pissed off because. Luda picked the other beat, so I filmed him like do the freestyle under this pole, this light pole. So that's the only effect I had. I, right. know, I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna get this shit over with, right? And then this motherfucker just sped off. So I go back in the studio. I go back in there to hear what was done, and then literally like me, Three H, uh, Beanie Siegel, and maybe I think Dame Dash. All of us was in there just chilling, and then fucking we got the phone call. Kind of just flipped his car. He's in the hospital. And I was like, oh, shit. Crazy. All those, like, damn. And then fucking, at that time, he was under uh, management. I forgot the guy's name, but he, the guy was, he was a partner with Chris Lighty. Yeah. So, but Kanye West was always in the office and Violator, like, getting management and shit like that. And then that's when I, I when I went back to New York, he was telling me, yeah, I'm working on, 
you know, uh, through the wire or whatever, you know. So then I was like, oh, word. And then that's when he released the graphic photo of his accident. Yeah. And that's when I think that's the catalyst that started everybody, like, because obviously he's not going to let that stop him. So that kind of, like, made everybody, like, get on his bandwagon. Yeah. And all the college shit came in, blah, blah, blah. But it was kind of weird because when I met uh, Big Sean, he was, like, 14 or 15 and he w- and I had to judge some stupid battle in Detroit. <laughs> you know, I hate them shits because there's no pussy. <laughs> right. Bunch of people rapping all day. You know, I know I ain't getting no pussy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I get paid. It's, it's, I don't care about getting paid. There's right. no pussy here. Right, right, right. So I, and then, but Big Strong was like. Who were the I, other judges? Partial? No, nah, Partial wasn't <laughs> no, the judge. Partial was rapping. <laughs> <laughs> they had other people there, but I didn't, but out of everybody that was there, Big Sean was like murdering everybody. So was his name Big Sean? No. Yeah, it was Big Sean at that time too. He was fourteen. And then fucking Big Sean. I don't right. know why, but yeah, yeah but he, he's spazzing, and I I just kept choosing him, and uh, the other judges, of course, chose him also. So when they got to the finals, the only reason he didn't win is he wasn't eighteen. Mm. You have to be eighteen and up to Damn. be there. He was like, I think he was like maybe sixteen or fourteen. I don't know. He was he was roughly fourteen to sixteen. Right. So. I was like, damn, this motherfucker could have won if he was like over 18. But they disqualified him because they found out he was young. So they, they took him out. So I met him after, and I was like, damn, man, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. You hot, yo. Yeah. <laughs> so the, but the, but then at that at, at that same time, Kanye West was in town, and Kanye West had a show. And then Kanye, Kanye hit me and was like, yo, uh, I'm doing like a private house party. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to come to the, after my show, just come over there. I know you have some corny rap battle you're doing. <laughs> come there after. Then I was like, I don't really want to go. You know, back then they were dressing all that college shit, right. tight ass, <laughs> weird sweaters and all that. I was like, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really want to go. Right. But I told fucking Big Sean, yo, here's the private party. Here's the address. And if you want to go, you could go there. And, and you know, Kanye West is, is going to be over there. So Big Sean was like, oh, whatever, whatever, because he was mad that he didn't win. Right. Mm. So Big Sean was like, whatever. And he took the, the card from me because I wasn't really going to go. So he wasn't really going to go. But for some reason, he just like, for some reason, he changed it. He told me, I, ch- I just changed my mind. I said, you know what? What do I got to lose? So he goes there. He wasn't even thinking about me and Kanye or nothing like that. So when he gets there, I don't know how he found his way to Kanye. And then Kanye was like, yo, you look like an artist. And then he was like, yeah, you know, I, I rap and shit. And he was like, yo, you want me to spit? Kanye was like, nah, I'm just going to sign you. And he just signed him. So he hit me back like, yo, Kanye was just signed me. Like, I'm, I'm signing the fucking good music. I was like, what? What are you talking about, yo? And then fucking like years later, finally fruition came in and then he had ass 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 and then he did the i remember when he sent me records to hear and i said this record is out of here which one the ass yeah. ass ass record yeah so he had that and he had some other records some <laughs> with some bed squeaking or some right shit. yeah 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 he had those two so i was like yo these is out of here but the ass one is out of here but then he was like yo i think i need somebody else on it i was like yo i think if you get Nicki minaj on this record you'd be out of here so that record went out of here, out of space. So Big Sean is in play. So at the same time, I had to go see the show. Like I had to go to the listening session at Dev, uh, whatever Dev Jam, yeah. wherever they were at. Yeah. So Kanye West and Big Sean was together, and then they both see me, and then they both like, "Yo, 
you're not gonna believe Kanye West was like you're not gonna believe how I know this guy and then Big Show was like you're not gonna believe how I know this guy it was like the weirdest shit like and then here comes DJ Khaled at that time but this is where Khaled had beef with G in it yep. so me and him never had beef there's never yeah. DJ beef right so yeah that, that's actually the actual photo where all three of us oh was like God. yeah it was so weird and random it was like where the where the reason like this dickhead DJ is the reason why we're all together. But Khaled is coming up yeah. to see Kanye and Big Sean. But I have no beef with Kanye, so I'm like yo yo. I'm with Khaled. I, I, yeah, no, with Khaled, I had no beef with Khaled, so I was just like yo. So I, I give him like a hug, you know, like because I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. But then fucking Johnny Nunez <laughs> comes out of nowhere and he's about to take photos. Like me and Khaled push each other. Like, <laughs> and we push each other. Like, Yo, man, no photos, man. You trying to get me killed, man? Yo, this guy with Fat Joe is like, fuck out of here, man. Yo, it was like the funniest shit. Yeah. Yo. Yo, but it's just like weird shit like that. Like, how yeah. was it for you when when uh, Jadakus had beef with Fifty? And yeah, that was rough. And how was it? And I was with them too. Yeah, I was doing their tapes and stuff. So. Well, how was that? And then how was the the cam shit too? Oh man, it was rough back then. Me, I, I had to like, I, I I think they weren't really focusing on me at that time. They mm-hmm. were really on them because, you know, even with the game and everybody, like, because you know, if if you're a DJ that did their shit and you found them, like shit like that, they always like neutralized me out of the shit. Even Nas, like I was with Nas before 50. Queens, yeah. Yeah, I, I did Nas um, Escape from New York. We yeah. put out the, the Jay-Z Ether shit, like going at Ether. Like I did all that shit for Nas. Me and K Slay is like, we kind of like marketed the whole Nas movement, but it's like 50 kind of like ruined all those relationships <laughs> back then because he was killing everybody. He was, yeah. a, he was a confrontationalist, you know, every record he had. He was just spazzing out. He just was like, fuck the world because right. they, the world cock blocked him. Yeah. But mm. all those guys, they had issues with him because, you know, they did some fucked up shit too. You know, Nas, Nas, I don't think Nas really, I think Nas knew that they took 50 off the record and put him there because Irv Gotti put him on that record right. with J-Lo. Yep. But mm. the original one was with 50. So that's why 50 was kind of like, yo, I thought you were my boy. Why right. did you let, you know, but. Those days are over. Everybody's cool now. Yeah. yeah. But back then, for me, it was like kind of like ruined a lot of my shit. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, I had so many artists to work with. You know, the West Coast opened down south. So I went south and worked with T.I. T.I. had me on the floor with a gun. Like, you know, you don't want to know the T.I. <laughs> meeting T.I. story. Man. That shit was like, fuck. Everybody wanted to kill him back then. Yeah. So I had him come to my, because, you know, I was filming all these freestyles everywhere in the hotel rooms. So we would flip the hotel rooms up so they don't look like a hotel. So the bed would be flipped <laughs> over. The tables would be, like, pushed over. So it had to look dark. You know, I had two chains when he was Titty Boy. Like, I had everybody freestyling in there. So it looked like a video set. But for some reason that day my idiot friend had the plastic from like the fucking I think the the green screen or whatever he put the plastic on the floor <laughs> the bed was flipped over and then I told my boy yo I told T.I.'s manager yo just tell T.I. to just come straight to my room my room is open I went to go take a piss so T.I. opens the door and he walks into a room and he sees plastic on the floor <laughs> And he sees like the bed flipped over. He's like, yo, if I like being set up, I know, yeah. they're going to kill yeah, me yeah, and yeah. wrap me yeah. in this plastic. <laughs> and here I am. I come out the bathroom from peeing. Yo, yo, partner. Yo, partner. I'm like, partner, what? what? So he has me on the floor, like gun on me. Like he was not playing. He had a 38 on me. And his manager was like, yo, what are you doing? This is who can? He was like, oh, word. Oh, oh, my bad partner. Like, And then in the video, he has the 38 in the video. Like, 
Yeah. So he always had a burner, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just like, these are the shits that I got to go through. Like, in, 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 I never had problems with South. I guess 50 kind of like took the South in a cool way because mm-hmm. he needed the support from other. It's just the New York motherfuckers was very like competitive and yeah. shit. Because you know, everybody in New York want to be king of New York. Right. Bullshit, mm-hmm. whatever. I want to be the papaya king of New York. <laughs> you can. I like that hot dog spot. Yeah. That's just the papaya king on fucking. I got. I took my girl there for like two hot dogs and it was a a drink and two yeah, hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was like three ninety nine. <laughs> Shitted on each other after that shit. Too. It's like you're coming for K Slay's sponsorship deal. <laughs> so um, those Indian people in there too. Man. Yeah. I've never saw any other race in there. Um, <laughs> wait, how many guns have you had pulled on you? Damn, it's hard to count. <laughs> Probably a few. I've I've never been shot at, but I've been in shootouts. It's like the Matrix. I feel like everything. Yeah, you're not is like popping slow. popcorn during like a. Well, when I did the first 300 shows with 50, like the hood <laughs> shit, it mm-hmm. was shootouts every week. It was shootouts. People, we had somebody dead in the back of the club one time. Damn. Yeah. So and nobody knew about it. No, the police was there, but they just couldn't shut the club down because if they did, it'd be more dead people because the club was sold out. Right. No, I mean, I mean, like the audience didn't know. No, they didn't. Know, yeah. But Wait. So while they're like identifying the body, while you guys yeah, are, while they're doing whatever, you guys are in catching the body. Yeah. Yeah. We're like. <laughs> Yeah, we're going ham on stage, and these <laughs> motherfuckers like, like dead in the back. And this is in North Carolina too. I never forget that shit. That shit was like the weirdest shit. And we all went through the back, and you could see like they're doing like investigations and shit. But the promoter was like, "Yo, if you shut this shit down, first of all, we sold like people paid three hundred bucks to come in to see fifty. So we're not giving that shit back. <laughs> yeah. So somebody's gonna die. I'm, I'm out of here. Like Yo. people pay thousands to like be even closer to like his booth or whatever. It was. It was too much. It was overkill. Who gave you the first shot at Sirius to really like show your personality? Mm. You mean like as far as an interview goes? Yeah. Mm, that's kind of hard. I don't even remember my first interviews, man. Jesus. Matt Fastow? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, who gave you the opportunity? He's like to- the drug dealer gangster guy. He knows all the drug dealer rappers. He's the only white guy I know that knows every drug dealer rapper. Like, don't make no sense to me. Like, he like just got kicked out of Harvard or some shit. <laughs> but who gave you an opportunity up there to like just like do those long interviews? Oh, well, um, well, I, I well, being like, you know, when Paul hired me, I was already like program director and DJ. Mm. So my show was basically on the list to get all the rappers. So the first three years, I got all the rappers, like everybody, all the big names. Plus, I had relationships anyway, so it was yeah. cool. But when I did Howard Stern, um, I got on Howard Stern, and I did that infamous interview <laughs> where my whole life was fucked. Um, right. But uh, I asked him, I was like, yo, you're my idol, because you know, I had the pool parties on my show, the naked bitches, the porn stars. I looked up to him and, and followed his footsteps. But then he was telling me, he was like, yo, why don't you just have like, actors on your show why are you doing the same rap shit every year they come with the same album they talk the same gangster bullshit and what what's the difference in what they're talking about it's just a different record so i was like you know what you're fucking right so i kind of like went upstairs to like nobody really went up there so you know they have sirius xm had all these departments up there that nobody never really went to (laughs) so i went in there and they see this black guy coming in there and then they were like, yo, they were looking at me crazy. Yeah. Like, yo, uh, I want to be on that list where uh, all the C and D list actors come through here. I want every loser actor. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it is. Because he was like, yo, just interview. So I was getting like people like, nobody was accepting them. Like I had Twilight. That's when the Dan Aykroyds. Everybody was coming through. Mm-hmm. And I was just getting them. Like I had like Roseanne Barr. Like I was just like, I don't care who it is. Because I was testing myself. You know, and I started doing talk. 
you know, I started jumping on talk radio where I would jump on Howard and Opie and Anthony. I was the only one that I was on both shows and they both had beef. Because, they, yeah, they hated each other. Yeah. yeah, and then both fan bases accepted me to be <laughs> on both, which is like, you know, you can't really, like, jump on one and jump and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. O- Opie fans was like very harsh when it comes to Howard. Yeah. But they accepted me because they just knew I was just a weird character. <laughs> and I'm black. Being black helped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I kind of like survived both. And I learned, even like you know, with Sam Roberts and all, I kind of learned by like understanding like talk radio, like no music, talking for an hour. I kind of like learned from them how mm. to just keep it going. Yeah. But I never want to be the, the lead. I never want to be like the lead guy. I'll be like, the sidekick mm-hmm. and I could talk for like that's why me and Rude Jude will always have like a perfect show right because number one is Rude Jude's show <laughs> but me being on there I could talk to him about like a girl shitting on a cat for like an hour <laughs> like we could talk about all kind of like different ways of shit what kind of shit green shit yellow <laughs> shit soft shit like we yeah alien <laughs> Yo, we'll talk so much and interact with the fans so crazy that it becomes like a monster show and all we do is talk about somebody shitting on somebody's back <laughs> and, and it, i learned and it took me a while because a lot of like urban radio or black people they don't understand like talk radio they be thinking what the fuck are these white dickheads talking about the corny ass shit corny ass humor it took me a while. About our show, I know. Yeah, why did you point it up? <laughs> I'm not talking yeah. about you, fucks. <laughs> you guys are crazy, but uh, but but being on like when I learned like mid like especially like mid America, there's different humor, different people tuned in. Mm-hmm. The farmers, racist, Confederate flag fucks, and but if you could get those people to like you, like I got them to fucking go crazy over me when I'm on. So yeah. it's just like I kind of like mastered the the yapping technique <laughs> being on there and plus i don't be like yo what up nigga yo it's crazy i am my nigga like i i, I could talk and because when i first started doing like howard or opie yeah i always gave them the lead like the the, the lead because i didn't want to like jump in and, and take over it came to a point where they were so comfortable that i had to prove myself right like i, like I busted in a room with mike tyson and then what up, nigga? Like, and then they were like, "Oh, this guy could be on our show anytime now. Who cares?" Like, and plus, I had to understand the, the dynamics of that whole shit. It's yeah. not easy to be on that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, and then when I survived all that, and then for some reason, nobody wanted the Twilight cast. Nobody wanted this guy. I was like, "Yo," I was interviewing all of them, and then all these guys got big roles in it, like the next two, three years. Like Chris Hemsworth, like he's Thor now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I interviewed him when he did like a whack ass movie. Like, you know, like <laughs> So do they come back? Yeah, they come back and they never because, forget. Because you believed early. I didn't really believe. Or, I, just, I mean like you, you <laughs> I, made, I, I, I made it like a different interview for them because because yeah. in their circuit they're bored as fuck. Yeah. Right. I I bring an aspect of like having fun hanging out and yep. they still get their shit out and then they see that other blogs pick up my interviews. Right. Yep. So then shit gets out and then it, it's just, it's just a better it's a better it's like I wake them up from the 10 boring interviews that they're <laughs> doing like fucking entertainment tonight. Yeah. All them corny ass, you know, although I'm not talking about you guys but all the corny white people <laughs> right. asking corny ass questions right. and it's all always media trained shit. Yeah. But me being black again, I'm allowed to get away with crazy shit. Right. So, and they become black in a way. I don't know. Like, their language changes. What up, son? Right. Like, I feel like they, they, they just need that release to be like something else. Right. Like, instead of the corny shit over and over. So, 
That's why I made it like my interviews kind of like different. And now the PR people know. They're aware. Yeah. The thing that's cool about that too, because I, I accepted the losers and then the losers become winners. <laughs> but because I accepted the losers, the PR always reps like six to eight A-list. Right. So mm. they'd be like, all right, who kid interviewed my loser client? I'm going to give him five minutes with an A-list. All I need is five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis, five minutes. Give me the nerve of 10 minutes. Like So then over the years, and then I just... Like come on, Ricky Gervais, yeah, doesn't do Howard Stern becomes a Marshall. <laughs> that's it's, it becomes like a relationship thing. Like right. I rather do who kid because I know even like you know like there's mad people like even like rappers they don't even want to like do other shows. Mm. Like uh, what, what's that political rapper? He's crazy. Um, uh, the black guy. What the fuck political? No, not even Mortal Technique. Stick. Uh, Man, <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure. Uh, he's always going against Obama. He's always like dissing Obama all the time. He his family was in the Black Panther. I can't believe I forgot his fucking Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye, no. He was oh wait, he was supposed to be uh, the triple group. He was supposed to be part of Kanye West. So it's him. He's from Chicago too. Oh, GLC? No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, he's like one of the big ones. Yeah, Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco. Oh. Thank you. I don't know, see a white guy had to help me. Yeah, yeah. So Lupe Fiasco, he is a very like exclusive I'm like, he's weird one of the guy. Three, he's like yeah. I'm like uh, no, I'm like who GLC. Did, yeah, yeah. Case is a mixtape, yeah. mixtape artist. And Clue. <laughs> yeah. This guy shot out a mixtape artist like GLC. I mean, I'm not dissident, but come on. Yeah, but anyway, he's from Chicago. Yeah, he is political. You're, you're not getting GLC on your show. Oh no, I was. I don't mind getting him, but I don't think why he would be on an immediate list. Like you were saying, A list. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's on the GLC list. Yeah. Fuck well, it. He'll do entertainment tonight. Then. Yeah. Fine. fine you don't want him. But, yeah. But but the thing that's crazy about him, like Lupe Fiasco, is the type of guy like he's very like black power, like. Mm. But he knows I'm a jokester. Yeah. And I'll make it entertaining, but he still get his word out at the right. same time. So whatever album he has to promo, he knows like other interviews are boring as fuck. <laughs> they get too serious. Right. And then everything he's serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> everything gets like I guess portrayed the wrong way when he mm -hmm. goes on those shows. Yeah. But my way is like a, a young kid or anybody in a car is going to be entertained because at the same time they're going to get what they want from Lupe they understand he means fucking business but at the same time they're going to laugh at they're going to laugh at what I'm doing or what, but what I'm saying is official too but yeah. I'm still making people laugh right. but he'll come on my show and he feels like it comes out better like that instead of him doing the other corny ass shows up there has Howard ever done your show? Uh, no I, that that is one of my. Well, you I, asked. I, I don't really. I, I don't. Ever, I never really asked. It's like asking, like, you know, Jesus Christ to like hang out at Starbucks. You know, that ain't happening. It's like <laughs> it's like asking forgiveness from your father. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that I was on there for an hour and change is enough for me to be right. like, I'm good. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, you're good in it, one respect, but it, it did ruin your life in another. So. Yeah, it did. But this is one of my bucket lists was to like just be on a show with Howard Stern. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, Ted Koppel, I met him recently. That's another... I don't that's know why awesome. these are, like, weird idols I have. That's great. But me being in radio is just, like, that's what I, like, looked at. And then, you know, and uh, Larry King, so... Where did you meet Ted Koppel? He he did, like, a special... He had to interview, uh, I think, Sting or some shit like that. Sting mm -hmm. was up there, so nobody could get near Sting. <laughs> um, I was trying to get near Sting. <laughs> I hung out with him one time with 50. Uh, some weird... Tantric sex. The beers, <laughs> beers 
diamond party with oh sure with meeting them ugly ass De Beer daughters <laughs> ugh fat ugly bitches I was like, like yo the first time I asked Sting I was like yo would you fuck her cause you know Sting gets it in yeah it's billionaire family right there Sting <laughs> was like I'm not fucking no De Beer fucking daughter fuck her um what is the craziest <laughs> what's the craziest situation you've been a part of at 50's uh mansion in Connecticut oh my god so many I don't know <laughs> I saw a rapper get smacked up by his wifey because the Damn. wifey was twerking on it on a, on a, on, a, on a, I, I can't shout him out because <laughs> he's like a good friend of mine. On but someone else. <laughs> no, she got on the table and was twerking, and I'm DJing at fifties. Like you know, he got yeah, a yeah, club. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like twerking <laughs> and everything, and he came late and sees his wife, who's also popular too. Yeah. And he's like, "Bitch, what the fuck?" And I was like. Like I stopped it like it was, it was like a fucking I don't know it looked like a, a hip hop movie or something like I was like Ur. I was waiting for Kid and Play to come out or some shit and then fucking uh, he yells at her and everybody's like everybody's laughing and shit and then I just happened to just go upstairs because they argued for like 10 minutes and then when I went upstairs to find I, I got off the set another DJ got on why is it once I got up the there's a, there's a spiral elevator that goes up it's like weird and then it goes up once the elevator goes up I saw her smack him like it looked like a karate movie it was Damn. like, <laughs> it, was like like it was like 30 slaps in one second like it was like what's going on here and they both walked out like <laughs> he's crying and they both like it was like oh man Damn. but I know if they hear this they're gonna be like yo fuck it please don't say our names I'm not gonna say your name yeah but whoever was at that party knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was very, like, odd. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. And then Bieber came, and then everybody had to take their phones. It was crazy. It was like SWAT team. Everybody went in there. They took everybody's phones. It was like a, a vacuum. Like, it was just, and Bieber's in there. Yo, is that, is that crazy, crazy, by the way? Like, he and his security team are just like, no, we got to, like, have people sign NDAs and take your phones yeah. or whatever. You're like, but this isn't your house. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck you doing here, yeah. motherfucker? Like, but I guess, you know, to have him there, it was the party house. So to have him there, to be part of, like, the historical parties. Yeah. Yeah, we, we kind of, like, bend over for it. Only him, though. Oh, okay. There's never been no, everybody else, we don't give a fuck. That's right. your problem, you know what I'm saying? So, but. It was very private there anyway. Everybody was cool. Yeah. We there's, had, like, but there's a million guest rooms, right? Yeah, have you, I, have you, mine was locked up. Oh, I, you had a specific one. Yeah, mine was locked away. I had my own room, Banks and Yayo, and then everybody else was open for business. <laughs> Buck was like, I don't know where he was at. <laughs> I honestly don't know where he slept. But you never put your face on the pillows because everybody fucked in every room, <laughs> you know, and nobody cleaned the shit. So if you had a black light, good luck. Uh. Fucking straight law and fucking order in that motherfucker. It's come everywhere. So you don't ever lay your face on the pillows, man. You wake up with like crazy acne. Looking like fucking, I don't know, man. You don't wanna yo, it, that was the number one rule. Don't sleep on the pillow. Wait, he fifty didn't have a staff? Hell no. It was, it was a hood mansion, man. <laughs> when MTV was there, like, all right. The whole mansion was like basically on point, mm -hmm. but the one room where everybody was at was fucking dirty. It was like sandwiches. <laughs> it was like it sounds like the Jersey KFC. Shore house. <laughs> yeah, it was like whatever. You Everywhere had the else room. was amazing. Everywhere else was ridiculous. But that one room where we all was at playing video games, chilling, and there was never there was no cook there. You know who gives a fuck about there's the cook? no cook? Wow, oh, hell no. We had to cook on our own. We had to order pizza, whatever. <laughs> He was never there. He's in and out, and then fucking he had vitamin water money. Go, oh, bro. The the code to get in was like just fucked our rule. It was crazy. 
It's like crazy. Like, yo, we used to just fuck with the fucking mansion door. Like, <laughs> fuck that rule. Like, I was like, I was trying nobody to rob this spot. <laughs> and, then, and then fucking, uh, I think he had like his uncle was like the gardener or some shit. And that fucking place was huge. <laughs> he was out there like, what am I supposed to fucking do with this motherfucker right here? Why does he need a gardener when he can like, just give you the hose and on spray, it. The, spray the lawn? No, I was like, you sit on it, motherfucker, and you cut the lawn. He was like, what is this? Car, what kind of fuck car is this? I was like, yo, it's a fucking that was a lawnmower car. <laughs> fuck out, what am I, an expert? So I was like, oh, fuck, care. I was like, whatever, man. That's why you see like the grass. It was so crazy. Oh my god, Mike and it's Mike Tyson shit too. Right. So it was like fucking. Have you talked with Mike about that? Uh, I don't really talk to Mike about his old crib. <laughs> I never. I, I hang with him a lot, and I never brought it. Up. I don't know why. What are you talking about? Pigeons. We talk about what do we talk about? <laughs> Yo, pigeons would be a good topic, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he likes pigeons. He's like, man, likes he, pigeons. He does like pigeons. I think I met him in Brooklyn one time. Yeah. There's like birds everywhere. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Like <laughs> he likes feeding them and he makes them fly around and flock. Is he tired of like talking about his fights? No. He don't mind. He's he's cool. I I've interviewed him like countless times. Yeah. It's always like classic interview. Now he promotes like cartoons. He has <laughs> he has a weed. He has like a, his own dispensary now. Is he has, that he has that, a podcast with uh with Peter Rosenberg, Rosenberg. Right, right, yeah. 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 Is that is that the mic that you want though? Oh like, uh, yeah. Like <laughs> the mic I knew was scary. I mean shit. I, I, I used to see him like beating people up, smacking bitches and all I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. glad I know the the calm like the last time I think I was with him in Europe and he was hugging like some Pavarotti motherfucker, like some <laughs> opera singer, like some big fat white guy that and he was singing with him. I have it on video. <laughs> it was like, oh no, like him and the guy. I was like, yo. This is not the Mike Tyson I know, but I'd rather know this Mike. He's mad cool though. He's he's probably second under Snoop with me. Wow. Yeah, cause I know him for years. That's a pretty good one too. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that he'll come out to my parties, he'll chill and stuff. Like he'll be like, I'm getting massage, man. <laughs> you, you stopping my massage? Come to this party, baby. A good party. I was like, Yo, it's me, Shaq. Come on, man. I'm with Shaq and you know Floyd and a couple of rappers. So we have some friends, um, one of whom is from actually Queens Village. Mm -hmm. Shout out to our friend Waz and his cousin Nod. Oh, Waz. Yeah, big, yeah. big, big Waz. Big, big Waz. Yeah, that's my, yeah, my boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nas. He be fucking with Nas in him. Yeah, 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 back, yeah. yeah. So uh, Big Waz, uh, Boss Nod, they came on the podcast and they had a theory that there's secret Haitians out there, inclu mm -hmm. including Shaq. Shaq. They think Shaq, yeah. or sorry, there are rumors of. Of secret Haitians, that Shaq is really Haitian, that Russell Westbrook is really Haitian. What? You don't look Haitian, though. That's what they say. They said he has a uh, Haitian face. Yeah. Russell? I don't think so. I don't think Russell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, do, who do you think is secretly Haitian out there? I know all the Haitians. Oh, no. Uh, there, were, there were rumors that Usher was secretly Haitian. Well, I asked Usher. He said he's like, <laughs> I think he's like half. I think his, his mother is Haitian or something. I don't know, some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't, I don't know if he claims it all the way, but. He said he's like Caribbean. He's like half Haitian and half something. I don't know. I never I asked him a million times. He'd be like, yeah, oh, man. Like one day mom's. he's gonna crack? Yeah. It's my mom. I was like, all right, whatever. I call Bieber to fucking figure this out. Like, I don't know. Like But I know almost all the Haitians in the industry because I that's how that's the only reason I survived all these years dealing with them. <laughs> every every rapper has a Haitian. That's like that's with about them. Yeah, they roll with it like some gangster Haitian or some crazy. You were fifties Haitian. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I was fifties Haitian all the <laughs> you way. You were not the gangster Haitian though. Definitely not. I'm ready to run. Oh no, yeah. Shy is also Haitian. Uh, oh yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> he had two Haitians. With yeah, Shy was more gangster than me, so I'm good. <laughs> I don't mind it. 
I'm the type of guy that if you fuck with me, you'll never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> and there's so many red buttons I could press, but I really don't have to. I never had serious issues. Are you are I, you good with Puff now? Yeah, me and Puff is best friends. We're good. You grew up with Harv. <laughs> yeah, Harv, has, he's Haitian. Like, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, Harv, that's yeah, a that's reason true. why I'm cool. With, I told you that's why I'm cool with Puff. Harv was like, come on, man. Come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 20 year Haitian. Everybody hate. You know, we have all kinds of Haitians around us, but they always fix situations for us when we fuck up big time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, thank God for them. And you know, at my age, a lot of people always think that I'm like young. I'm not young. I've been, I, I've, I was around when there was no hip hop. <laughs> it was nothing, zero. And I survived all the transitions where you see all the young kids on my show every week. Yeah, that's what. That's why I'm bugged out because I'm not really supposed to be doing that. But they think I'm like the OG. I'm like the guy that you touch. You know, you go to Apollo, you touch that wooden tree, and then you get good luck. I'm Price. the guy that didn't want to just. You're have the wooden tree. <laughs> I guess I'm like the Haitian tree. I'm the Haitian wooden piece. <laughs> No homo, but yeah. do you do you connect with the with the young kids because you also fucked over Tupac? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, Tupac saw me get whipped, so maybe I got something. To, I got something to get at him for. Nah, I'm a I'm a super Tupac fan too, but I'm more Biggie because I'm more into like the club crazy shit. I became a Tupac fan after when I think he got like uh, when he was really beefing with with Biggie. So yeah, I was bugging out all for the songs. He's Relentless with the freestyles <laughs> and shit like that, but uh, I I don't know. I think because I do all the festivals and tours, I understand what the kids are listening. And plus, my sons are sixteen and seventeen, so they're kind of like my A and R's. Who do they and listen to? They listen to like everybody, like Lil Pump, mm-hmm. Smoke mm-hmm. Perp, uh, Jay Critch. You know, all, all these guys that's out there. They're like, yo, they you know. I found a lot of like the Kendrick Lamars and uh, like I I kind of like was there when they were like you know Jay Cole and all those guys. Yeah, but all these new young kids. I just learn. I I kind of like understand who they are by going to their shows, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that people my age wouldn't go to their shows. No, when we when we saw um, Lil Uzi Vert in concert, mm. we were like, "Oh, I get it. That, yeah. it makes all the sense in the but world." You guys look like y'all could go to the show. There's right. some motherfuckers like a lot of people are beefing and like wondering why they're whack or they don't understand them. It's because they're too old to go. Like right. you look like you could go. Right. Like some people are What's just crazy like, is we're both fifty five. <laughs> but, but you don't look like that motherfucker. Like me neither. Like I like when they see me, they be like having heart attacks and shit. Like they can't believe I'm in there. But it's just like we're but we're in the industry, so we right. could go. Right. Yeah. But average like a lawyer or a fucking mailman or a doctor or a fucking loser father at home <laughs> that's doing crack ain't gonna go to the shit. <laughs> And then, and then they're not gonna fucking figure it out. They will never be able to figure it out. So all they care, all they think about is what they they went through. Right. You know, so yeah. I was talking to Method Man about it today, like how his verses are in our DNA. Yeah, but these kids ain't on. They're not up on that shit. You know, because they never lived through where we had physical copies of the album. We got an autograph. We kept it. We we cherished it. There was no social media. We waited till it came on the radio. We went crazy when Flex or whoever Red Alert played it. I used to listen to Red Alert like, oh my god, like I rule the world. I used to wait for that shit to come on. Yeah. When it came on, I was going crazy. Then Video Music Bar came in, MTV. So it was levels of like 
respecting the music now is like you can't tell me what was last year's hit but you could I could tell you a Wu-Tang hit from like 25 years ago Mm -hmm. but it was different but you can't be like living 25 years ago and now people dress weird people are different got pink hair there's no comparison it's their world Mm -hmm. let them have it you know what I'm saying and then I I I understand it because I'm a DJ so it's kind of fucked up because I I rock the crowds I understand what these kids listen to but I feel sorry for the old head like (laughs) Go home, play a fucking Run DMC album, wear them leaves you got, you know, those big ass pants, and shut the fuck up. Like, it's not your world. Like, who cares? Like, everybody did drugs back then, too. They always be like, oh, they're doing drugs. Right, at 34th Street, right? More drugs back then. Scarface was the biggest movie. What are you talking about? Like, everybody did drugs. Um, What happened to your Capital album? Oh, it. the the problem is, I did all Interscope artists. And Jimmy Iovine was like, fuck you. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> Fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? What was that shit he got out now? Fucking. Uh, Beats, Beats by Dre? No, no. The, Apple Music? No, the, 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 the documentary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, I should be in that shit. <laughs> Dead in my shit. He's like, no, no, I don't know about that. You, know, you got on Eve, you got that, you got, you got 50, you got that. No, 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 no. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm marketing like all the artists at Endoscope. Like, still love me though. Yeah. Was everything like a posse cut on your on your album? They were all singles, and then everybody just spread out and just used them and just put them out. Fuck it, you know. I had like a couple of joints on there, but whatever. I didn't care. I already got my advance, and yeah. my ex wife <laughs> took it to buy a house. <laughs> it was already a done deal, so it's not like I could fucking get it back or give it back. So it was. I mean, they took it at a tax write off and kept it moving. Yeah, so it was cool. What was it called? I never had a title. I just had <laughs> songs done. <laughs> I don't even remember what my title for my album was. You should Just put it out it. now. Fuck it. Shit. Yeah. Shit. I think I leaked it on the tape. I, Did you? I, yeah, I leaked all my songs. <laughs> Except for the one with you and Clue and Caselet, which is the only one I want to yeah. hear. I'm so good. I'm good. We're looking forward to that. Yo, Who Kid, thanks so much for coming through. We thanks appreciate so you, and yeah. uh, and hopefully we'll uh, run up on you and just be like, <laughs> God, here we go. <laughs> See ya, peace. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with the Surreal Jeff. If people want to find out more about us, I'm Eric, the one with the curly hair. You're Jeff, the one with the glasses. Together, we're It's the Real. No apostrophe, no spaces. If people want to find out more about our upcoming shows, if people want to find out more about our merch, if people want to find out more about our history, where can they Go! You can always go to itsthereal.com, itsthereal.com slash shop for all of our merch. Itsthereal.com is a lifestyle, it is a brand, it is a website that you should go and visit. Check out all of our old episodes and our new ones. Go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time, or you can search on iTunes. Search for a waste of time with It's The Real. It's The Real is one word. No apostrophes, no spaces, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L. You can always find our music. It is on Spotify, it is on SoundCloud, it is on Apple Music and Pandora and every other streaming service. Title, Jeff, I, I just want to interrupt for a second. Yeah. Our music, mm-hmm. we are nearing the one-year anniversary, and we'll make mention of it as we get closer to it, but we're nearing the one-year anniversary of our debut album, Teddy Bear Fresh, which came out on uh, May 26, 2017, and I was listening to the Killer Mike episode today, I was re-listening to it, from last year, and we talked about it, and man, I'm still so proud of this project. I'm really excited about the new music coming up, but we live in a catalog world. It's never too late for you guys to check it out. If you want to fall in love with that, it's the real music, and go to Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, yeah, Audio we, Mac, 
Pandora, wherever that music exists. Yeah, it's gotten over a million plays right now. It's really dope, guys. So we're uh, we're really happy it's with that. It's great music. Go check it out. Teddy Bear Fresh is the name of the album. We are It's The Real. Uh, you can also go and find us on social media. We are at It's The Real on Twitter, at It's The Real on Instagram, at It's The Real on Facebook. Um, we are also on Reddit at It's It's The Real. We are also on Twitch. We haven't really used it yet, but we are there. Go check us out. It's The Real, It's The Real. And Snapchat. People keep adding me on Snapchat. but What I are they saying? Uh, just like dumb videos. Somebody sent me a video of him bragging after having sex. So that was a uh, shout to Connor Dat for that. You know what we like to do? We like to shout you guys out for listening. And we hope that you will spread the word about this podcast and about It's The Real in total. Right? Yeah. Just tell a friend. At them on Twitter. At them on Instagram. Tell them in person. Shout it to the heavens. We're It's The Real. They should fuck with us. That's what we're trying to get to right now. So, Jeff... It starts with us. Who do you want to tell? Okay, so you t- you tweeted something the other day that said, Shouts to everyone who's self-made and pushes each day to put their good work out there. If you don't believe in yourself, no one will. Yeah, and I mean that. And then you put it up on Instagram, yeah. and we got a really good reaction. We got a really good reaction on Twitter as well. Yeah. But a lot of people commented. I want to shout them all out. I want yeah, to shout go. out TaylorMade underscore HBM from Detroit. Shout out to him. Shout out to underscore can't tell me nothing. Shout out to Perspective Lee, L-I-Y. Shout out to DJ Yanni out in Chicago yeah. and also Greece. Shout out to Elliot the Trainer. Yeah, local. Who uh, who helped train me for a little bit in the gym. And Shout- he's friends with Sheik Luch. Yes, he is. Shout out to D underscore Andrew 515 from Iowa. Shout out to Yes Jules, a.k.a. Alfie. Uh, Dimples out in L.A. Shout out to it's Slick the Rapper, Supreme underscore blog. Shout out to Dark Knight, who we've known for years. Yeah, great photographer. Um, shout out to Be Visionary. Shout out to I'm John Rossi, who works at Def Jam. Yeah. Shout out to Fane Music, F-A-Y-N Music. Shout out to Oh My Jeech. <laughs> shout out to Sunshine. Shout out to Sunshine D Baby, um, which is Dom, our <laughs> friend down in LA. Shout out to Lake and Joy. The uh, yeah. photographer? Yep, down in New Orleans. Yep, shout out to Menchmain, Jeremy Carellas out in Los Angeles. Los shout Angeles. out to Jonathan Mena from oh, La- yes. uh, Loudspeakers Network. Shout out to I Am Young Rock over in Detroit, shout who has a dope D. song, by the way, called Manny Fresh. Called Manny Fresh, which is really great. Shout out to Nesby Phipps, who we met in New Orleans. New Orleans. Shout out to Audie Murph, Honor Roller, Gabriella. Shout out to It's Me Wandy. Bloom and Grow Radio, who has a podcast based off of indoor plants. Yeah. Shout out to Pitch underscore Mag and B Imperial. Jeff, that's a great list. I'd like to add a couple more not from that list, if that's all right. Uh, all right. All right. I want to shout out Nomad Rich, who just commented on Twitter today. And he said that we're legends in our own right and that he started listening to us after the Rockefeller Live show via the podcast. Luckily, he says, because he's broke. He said he couldn't go, uh, but he's been listening ever since, and I really appreciate that. We're glad that he's rocking with us. I know he was looking for other interviews that we were doing, and we sent him to go listen to that Brilliant Idiots episode. So shout out to Brilliant Idiots, by the way. I also want to shout out our friend Premium Pete, and I want to play a clip from his latest episode of his podcast, The Premium Pete Show, with our friend and our partner in Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies, Styles P. Yo, I love the uh, movie shit you're doing. It's the real. I fuck with it's the real, man. I love it's the real. Those are my guys. Yeah, I, 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 I like. J, I call them. Oh yeah, most definitely. I love Eric in, and Jeff. Yeah, shout out. Good, good people. I love that. I, I love yeah. that you continue to be a chameleon. Real talk. Not only just, 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 just yourself. 
I love that one. Shout out to our guys, Styles and Premium P. Go listen to that amazing episode with Styles P. Anything that Styles does, I'm all there. He is a supremely brilliant person. Supremely brilliant idiot. He's a supremely amazing person, too. And we want to support him. Go get that G-Host album out there right now. It's spelled Ghost, but it's really pronounced G-Host. Go support Styles P. Go support Sheik Luch. Go support Premium P, because that's our dude. As always, guys, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. See you guys next week. Brrrr.